0: then, to box and brews, you might hear something you can use. Like tips on your cash or tips on the suds. You're going to want to use the smarts of these studs. Because
1: they know the brews.
0: And they know the box. And they know they can't help the stubborn fucks. So listen up, because shit's not funny. And save yourself some beer money. money. Bucks and brews. Bucks
2: Bucks and brews. And brews. Bucks and brews.
0: Welcome back to Bucks and Broods. So things are a little different today. Mike. Mike's here with me on the porch, and Nick is not because
1: he's being a baby. Sorry, he's not feeling well. I'm trying to be cautious of you guys, because the way I look at it, we only have like four weeks until we leave, right? And I don't know, let's just say that this thing lasts two weeks. And if I go there now, and it takes a little bit to get to you guys, and then, I just don't want to risk anything. Like, at this point, I'm I'm trying to be so cautious that my wife's getting pissed with me, and she's like, just go do something. Get out of my fucking face. And I'm just like, I don't want to go anywhere! We'll be
0: getting on the boat in, like, three and a half weeks. Uh, it's 25 days. 25 days. Yes, I'm counting down.
3: I'm leaving Tuesday, so I appreciate your caution, Nick. Where are yeah. you off? Disney!
0: Oh, nice. So, for those that don't see Wendy, Wendy is here with us. Wendy is married to Jim, who is on the show quite often. Um, We we do have a themed episode today. We have a lot to get to, but we're going to talk healthcare and how fucked up it is. Because I know Wendy's been pretty pissed off about healthcare lately, and you know, specifically
3: insurance, but the entire
0: healthcare. Yeah, yeah, and of course, I work in healthcare, so you know, I'm always on the soapbox somewhere. Um, Before we get to that, last week's episode has the most views we've ever had on YouTube. We're like north of 250.
1: That's not a bad thing to have, and not at all. And we just hit number two for indie uh, investing podcast, right? Like that was freaking awesome. To yeah, me, that man. was that
0: was pretty cool. Um, I'm looking right now; it was number two on the top 100 indie investing chart, number 28 on the top 100 investing chart, and then
1: 42 on top 100 indie business chart. Yeah, so that was uh, that was pretty cool. I mean, so we're we're independent people that are number two. Like that's fucking badass, dude. So so that that means we're we're the next people in line to get sponsored eventually. Uh, probably not. I mean, well, that's what it says, right? In theory, um, to we're We
0: should probably talk about what we're drinking before we get into some other news. Oh, so, so I had stuff for you, Nick. But you didn't come, so fuck you. Um, yeah, i I have just another day from Black Calder, the IPL, which I do like. And then I have from O'Fallon, which I, I love O'Fallon beer. This one is Salty Caramel Pumpkin Beer, which is quite tasty. Ooh, that sounds good. Save me that. I will save you one. I got to save my wife one, too. So. That, that Mike, what really do you good. have? You, Mike has a whole cooler of stuff. Well, he gave one of the Black Calder ones, and then... And the Salty Caramel. And the salted Caramel. I've got... Jolly Pumpkin Artisan Ales. It's called Bambier. It's a farmhouse ale. Doesn't look like it's gonna have any pumpkin egg it's just called pu- Jolly Pumpkin. And then a the brewing company, big wave golden ale. It's their theme is liquid aloha. Not from Hawaii. Not from Hawaii. From California. Which this is the closest state to Hawaii that's not Hawaii. It technically is, yes. Um, Nick, what you got?
1: Oh man, say with my sore throat, I'm uh, I'm drinking Bud Light, and uh, I don't know, I'm surround like I'm in my basement, and so I mean you can see some bottles. <laughs> say I'm surrounded by beer, so we'll I see think, what uh, I end up. I think you need a hot toddy. I you well, know I do that'll
0: soothe uh, the throat. Yes, it will. Throw a little honey in it. Yeah. Wendy has exciting stuff.
3: I made myself Good. cocoa.
1: Oh, ooh, cocoa. Wow. It's
0: almost that time.
1: Peppermint schnapps in that cocoa? No. <laughs> Wendy is not a drinker, so mm-hmm. no alcohol.
3: Neither is my mom, though, and she keeps caramel and peppermint schnapps just for cocoa.
0: That's so awesome. She
3: hides them in the cupboard because no one thinks she drinks.
0: We lost it. No, that happens. Oh, I'm really? back at somebody probably has phone call. Can you, you hear me? Put in we cell can cell hear you, yes. yes. Or, or great. a carbo candy. A, a worthers or something like that. So Nick, I, we can hear you. Are you still there? I am. So I am wearing a new shirt today, Nick. I seen this. This shirt looks awesome. Yes. I have one for you as well. This is from the great MLBC, which is our theme song. Hell yes. Um, That's uh, Slide Bass Bobby and MC Gweed. It seems I said DJ Gweed last time, so I fucked that up. Um, oh. MC Gweed. And their new album that's out, Dog with Shelf.
1: Okay. Yep. Oh.
0: People go, hey, uh, Slide bass Bobby, what does uh, "dog with shelf" mean? He goes, it means absolutely nothing. A dog it means it's it's it awesome. all, pretty much. So they want to re-record the song because they both say it sucks. I love it. I love it. Oh, dude. I love it.
1: There's no point in changing something. No, that's it's, great.
0: It's, not, it's it would be Remix again.
1: Yes, remix. So uh, <laughs> yes, that's
0: that's the album. Wendy, dog with shelf. When did you describe that uh, I'm messing on Spotify? iTunes. iTunes, yes. So, so if you have not go out and download Dog with Shell from MLVC. Um we have some of those songs on the break room playlist to work. So uh I I had a thought. Oh, Nick. So the last time we went live, yeah, we talked to a young man named Joshua. You remember this? We did. And you sent him some swag because he said he loved our logo. And he had this whole plan about going into business. And I, I got yep. a message from him the other day. And as I'm scrolling here, he got a building. He got a loan to start his business. He's got two trucks and a guy that works part-time with him. Wow. Um, He's putting twenty five percent in savings, which is great. Oh. Um and uh he wants to send us some clothes for his business once he, he gets that worked out. And uh I told him, I said, dude, when you're ready to start investing, get a hold of us. He goes, i I would not listen to anybody else but David and Nick when it comes to investing. Hell yeah. Shout out to Joshua, thank you so much for uh trusting us with, you know. Listening to our bullshit. What kind of business is he doing? Uh, do you remember HVAC. what he does? HVAC. That's what it was. He was yep. starting an HVAC business. I want to say he's in Alabama or Georgia.
1: Yeah, somewhere down south there. Yeah,
0: somewhere south. So well, he, he, was, he was
1: moving. It was like from there.
0: Yeah. Yeah, he was really excited. And, you know, we gave him, you know, some ideas. What do you think of that? I think it's better than IPAs. It's because it's an IPL. It's because it's an IPL. After two, I was I was sold. I will tell you, the salty caramel is delicious.
1: Mm-hmm. Can't wait. I'm very excited. I Sorry.
0: I, I don't think that helps, but I had something really good about drinking. Probably not. So, I was really excited about that. Um, I'm not going to talk about this much because I'm not, but I had to go into work on Friday. and. He was. There was I'm a highly angry. inappropriate conversation. I'll have to tell you about off the air, Nick. Oh man, that sounds that great. It had me rage texting. I was so angry at the highly inappropriate conversation.
1: Oh. All right. So. Say. I hey, mean. Um, we'll, well, so we'll definitely talk about it off the air. Um, yeah, we'll I. Talk-
0: unfortunately, too many people know where I work, and I don't,
1: you know, want to out anybody for being a moron. Yeah, I um, I say I've spent the past I don't know two days keeping people out of jail. So, um, <laughs> anybody I like or nobody I like? Nobody have any idea, right? Just okay. owners of fractions and things. Yeah. So, um, <clears throat> Nick, Nick being Superman and getting rewarded and nothing for it. Have, have we gotten our money back from the bank? Yes. Yes. Um. Yep, every dime oil change place. Um. I didn't get my money back in theory from them because my receipt stated what it was. I, because I signed saying it's fine. I didn't know they overcharged me in in a certain way. Right. So then the guy gave, he gave me discounts and stuff like that. So, uh, I'll get, I'll get that paid. That's, and that wasn't too big of an overcharge kind of a thing. So, um, my pay stub that one in theory, I didn't get the money. Um, The bounce check was apparently they wrote two checks of the same type. They canceled one of them because I'm the only person that still gets a paper check in this world. The one had been sitting around for, let's say a month. And then she kind of forgot that it had been canceled and gave it to me. And so then I, of course I cashed it. Right. And as I said, like getting an extra paycheck, I'm like, Oh shit. So I went and like, so we bought our flights. Oh, you finally bought flights. Yeah. We'll see if we're fucking going because of the stupid weather. Um, When do you you get in? You're flying Saturday? Saturday night at like 11 o'clock at night. Okay. Um, And then we fly home 10 o'clock on that Saturday morning. So, um, but yeah, so we, so right, I I finally have the money in theory to book those flights. And Mm -hmm. then 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 I don't. So it's like, oh shit. Uh, So I just, I did a bunch of moving around of money really, really quickly. Um, You know, I have to eat a little bit of cost because my bank's charging me and honestly, I'm just going to charge it back to the company and say, you you charge, you cost me money. So I'll get it back. It'll just, it'll just take a couple, like I'm not eating, you know, me, I don't eat fucking cost. Oh, I know. Say, um, you know, I'll fight for like $35 canceled check or $12, Overdraft. I've never overdrafted in my life, right? Like, never in my life have I overdrafted, and this was the first time that it actually happened because literally, like, eleven thousand dollars came out of my account all at kind of once, um, and that was like, I don't, I don't know many people that cannot overdraft in the checking. <laughs> right. So, so um,
0: yeah, I almost played a, a prank on you the other day. Oh, so we both had exciting news for each other um nick do you want to share the exciting news that you gave us logo news
1: i know what he's talking about jack razor i do yeah say sorry thank you um so i did i gave you guys some yeah great news uh we officially i i reached out to jack razor and was like hey um can you make this uh, pesos and cervezas? And he officially came through clutch. We officially have all three logos. We have Bucks and Brews, the original. We have Pops and Pennies for the kids. And we have the We're Traveling International Pesos and Cervezas. Yes, we do. Um, I'm really excited about that. I did not order the holographic stickers um, because I'm a child and don't know how to make up my mind of which one I want. I didn't want the holographic in uh, pencils and servaces. I kind of wanted pops and pennies uh, because okay. I thought they were cool for the kids. But um, I got busy in life. My I'll get like here I'll... tomorrow. Yeah, um, and then this week's discount I don't want. They're like charms or something. I'm like that's yeah. stupid. So I'm I'm waiting for just like the again the cheap stickers. So I'll get them. But yeah, but... really excited for pencils and servaces. Jack Razor again, huge shout out. Uh, we're we're not going to be those people and not give him credit for his artwork. We probably need to send him some money too. Yeah,
0: yeah, we should do something for him. Um, so my news was the MLVC shirts. Oh. But Mike and I talked, and we were gonna, you know, tell you that we we got
1: our dictated by <laughs> Sarah <laughs> last week, and she gave us both A pluses, <laughs> and she was gonna tell you that you're sucked. Okay with that? Like I would say, a she'll never see it, but um. Dude, I can't tell you. Okay, so this is a true fucking conversation. We, we do this podcast, right? On yeah, Tuesday. Yeah. Of last week. On Thursday, I had this business meetup. Um, and I kind of mentioned our episode. And this chick's like, oh, I'm going to start doing dick ratings. And like, I fucking lose. I was like, oh, my God, this is the second time this week. We're talking about dick ratings. I was like, and so then we get into this whole thing about how I'm going to start my business of doing this. Um and, uh, you know, so, yeah. Um, well, I'm glad you guys got A-pluses. That's great. Um, I'm going to tell bullshit. you,
0: nobody's sending you a picture of their dick.
1: Bullshit. I, 20 boxes, I can get one in five minutes right now.
0: You probably could, you're, probably you're right.
1: Could. Yeah. <laughs> Say, put you your money where your mouth is.
0: The yeah. problem is, Nick's the type of person that if somebody says, hey, send me a picture of your dick, he's sending it immediately. Fact. Um, so... <laughs>
1: yeah. Anyways, back back into the so um thanks for joining us. <laughs> we
0: we uh, I, I had reached out to Wendy because she had a post a week or two ago about being pissed off at the hoops you have to jump through with insurance companies and such. Mm-hmm. And of course I know that well because I work for one and Yes the hoop. Okay. I always say if they give us the runaround what the hell do normal people go through because I get to run around all the damn time and I know what's supposed to happen so Wendy does not know what's supposed to happen got to run around and I'm like alright you gotta come and join us and and that's why Wendy's here we were supposed to have an, another guest we were, who's going through medical issues Yeah, but he sucks and he never comes up for anything yep. he always has to work
1: that will happen
0: well, I mean, it works a shitty job, but anyway. Yeah. So, Wendy, do you want to tell us specifically what you were pissed off about the other day?
3: Absolutely. So, we've had really? our current insurance, which is through Blue Cross Blue Shield Massachusetts, because that's where I my that for company, a couple of years. That's where my husband's company is headquartered. Um, the fiscal year began at the first of August, so we've had this insurance for two months now. Every time we've used it, we've had an issue. When my son was having a problem with his eye, he had ended up with an, an ulcer in his eye because he doesn't wear safety glasses in the shop and he's an auto mechanic and he took something in the eye and he needed to see an eye doctor. He went to the eye doctor. They saw him, they took his insurance, no problem. Then he went to the pharmacy to fill his prescription for drops and they said, this card is not for prescriptions. So what does he do? He calls Mom because mom knows the answer. Mom says, are you using the right card? And he's like, yes, Blue Cross, it, it starts on August 1st. Yeah, I'm using the right one. And I said, it says RX on it, like three places. It says mm-hmm. RX, it has the RX bin number. It has mm-hmm. the RX group number. It says RX in the lower right-hand corner. Mm-hmm. So people know it's for prescriptions. He took it back up to the counter and they're like, oh, sorry. Oh my God. And Your they God. sold this prescription.
0: Yeah, I think they see the word because with my company, my company, well, we're Cigna now, which is related to his company now. We do use a
2: couple of numbers.
0: For a couple of years after we were first bought, we were similarly Blue Cross Blue Shield of Massachusetts. Mm -hmm. Now, I had had Blue Cross Blue Shield of Michigan prior to that. I don't think it was as bad, but. Still, I think they see Massachusetts and they're like, I have no clue what I'm supposed
3: to do. Or they don't look at all.
0: Yeah. Well, yeah, they see
3: they Massachusetts see a blue cross and they they're just like, automatically think Michigan.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Well, you know, and I, I want to throw this out here. So most people don't realize when you go to the doctor or when you go to the pharmacy and they go, I need your ID card. That's horseshit. They don't. They can look up all of the information. To see what you have that's current, because in all honesty, I can give them a card you know from three years ago that's not a current ID card we use anymore. Mm-hmm. So when they ask me for my ID card so they can make a copy of it, my answer is, yeah, I don't have that. Well, it's we funny. need it next time you come. Okay. The next time, we and come the next come time come. I come, they go, "Can I have your ID card?" And I go, "Yeah, I don't have that."
1: But my answer is the same as you, David. In the real, re- actually, I do carry one in my wallet. Do you know what I carry it for? I think I still have my Gentex one. Um I actually I just used it just a couple days ago. Um I picked open a door. Yep. Uh, took me about thirty-five seconds. Um I when
0: I used that happy old like expired credit card to break uh, into oh, hate stores when Oh, that was a long time ago. When he would when he would be at work. Yeah. And, uh, I uh Caitlin had an old my child card mm-hmm. when she, you know when I didn't have insurance for, her and uh, I used to have to break into houses. I broke into the house next door because yeah. they locked their keys in the
1: house. And that was when I didn't you know hate the person next door. I, I started I started having to break in slower so that way people didn't think that I was doing this criminally, right? Because like. People start to get concerned when you, like, can just walk up and be like, click, click, done. And you're like, oh, crap. So, like, I started doing it slower. Um, But I didn't know, like, it's funny because I've never had issues or really given two shits like Wendy. Mm -hmm. Right? Like, she's had these issues. I usually just go, all right, cool. I'm here. I'm going to see them. If you don't take my insurance, I'll pay the bill eventually. Or I'll send it to the insurance and they'll pay it and they'll figure it out. Because at this point, like, I don't, I don't. I'm just here to do what I'm here for. I'm not here to figure out insurance. That's not my job. That's not my, like, yes, it's part of my body, but like, I'm not, I'm not going to tell you how to do your job. You figure out how to bill people. You figure out whatever. If well, again, brother, one of the
2: things,
0: one of the things going on, especially here is, you know, you have half of the people pushing for we need better health care, whether that's universal health care, whether that's just cheaper health care. And then you have half of them going, well, it's a business and you're not entitled to anything, which no. is bullshit because your health should not be a business.
1: Why not? Because it's your health. Well, but people are my business, right? You know, you and I don't agree on a lot of things here. No, like healthcare actually is one of the things that we agree on quite a bit. Um, Probably more than anything else, yeah, yeah again,
0: I, 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 I hate the arguments of if we had universal health care, it'd take you weeks to see a doctor. I think that's bullshit because it takes me weeks to see a doctor. I, oh, yeah, we get a lot of those around here. Um, sorry I'm, uh, we're, watching, what, we're watching wildlife while you're not here at the porch with us. so
1: sorry, i'm I'm trying to figure out what type of beer I want.
0: Oh, well, you do that um
1: uh,
3: incident yes that was one of three but since we've used it three times and we've had three problems the second incident was just like two weeks ago our daughter got sick at college um she's supposed to have an in with my parents doctor in the same town but they were like we are not taking new patients and she frankly didn't have time to call my mom have my mom call the doctor's office and say you can really see her it's only temporary so she went to urgent care which turned out to be the right solution anyway because she needed tests so she had a strep test and she had a COVID test and both of them were negative. And then strangely, they didn't take her insurance information at the beginning of the appointment, but rather at the end. And when they looked at her insurance using the same card that our son had used a month prior, they said, this isn't you. That's your name, but your birth date's wrong. And she's like, well, what does it say my birth date is? And they told her and it's 10 days off. And So she's like, "That's not my birthday, but that's my my insurance card. It's my dad's insurance. I can tell you all the details. Whatever you need." They're like, "We can't charge the insurance because the birthday's wrong." So she calls me because what you do when your insurance doesn't work, you call your mom, who's not the employee that carries the insurance. But so I called Blue Cross of Massachusetts, and I said, "This is the problem she's having," and they said, "Well." you need to change that with the employer and I'm like I checked the enrollment documents the enrollment documents have the correct birth date so the problem is with Blue Cross not with the employer and she says I'm sorry I can't make that change You will have to call employer. well I called the employer I got a very helpful it was not actually the employer it was the benefits manager. I got a very helpful man who took care of everything within 24 hours but we'll still get a bill for the full amount and have to refer it to the insurance rather than have them bill it directly because they were not able to bill the insurance because the birthday was wrong. And it was not our fault, it was the Blue Cross fault. Mm
0: -hmm. So I will say this right now. If you call my company, which I'm not going to name, if you call my company and you say, hey, I have this information, but my birthday's wrong, all you have to do is submit proof that we fucked up. You don't have to go back to your employer my knowledge because you know these things might have happened with us before mm-hmm. and i didn't have to call my company and go hey wrong birthday i just had to you know say hey fix it
2: mm-hmm.
0: and they went yeah, okay it, does it help that Probably your insurance is through your company. Well, I think it helps with the fact that the people that I deal with know I'm a huge fucking asshole. Cool. That helps too, probably. And they don't want to deal with me. Yeah. Um. I, I'm just spitballing here, you know. I, it, it, It's frustrating to me because being in the insurance field for 20 years, because, you know, I have a nice little bag behind me. And I have a little pin inside the house. It says I've been here for twenty years. Um, I got a nice little like pack instead of a pen. I got a twenty five hundred dollar <laughs> check instead of a little bag instead of a little bag.
3: My twenty year award was when my kids moved
0: out. Is that a reward?
3: I don't at know. At first first night at home alone tonight. It's not really a reward, is it?
0: Well. I mean, at probably least you're yeah, here with us for a little yeah. while. By the time so you go home,
3: you might be ready to be I alone. Didn't
0: think, I didn't think about the idea that, yeah, you're probably out. Yeah, like you said, what are your first night? Nobody's.
3: And that's essentially never happened in our mm-hmm. entire marriage because by the yeah. time my husband started traveling for work,
2: kids. you
0: had kids. had kids. yeah, So
3: they were there. They weren't going to save me if something went wrong, but I was going to save them. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, there was, there was still somebody there. Yeah. Whereas now there's not nobody. So if anybody knows where Wendy lives, don't fuck with her. She'll call me and I'll come over with all of my weapons and we'll fuck you up. You know, I mean, who knows? He may he may piss God off. He may piss God off when she gets home. So he may be. I may I may come come over to Wendy's to sleep over there. No,
3: I'm not letting you in.
0: That might have happened a time or two that
1: I pissed my wife off. (laughs) Um so wendy now what happened with your son um so they, basically they they then re-looked at his card um and just the prescription that he needed
3: they gave him the prescription that he needed and they charged him only the copay amount yes yeah.
1: okay and because your he- daughters
3: he, neither he nor my daughter have money that they can just spend on that yeah. stuff. They're insured by, with through our plan, for a reason. Yeah. They don't just have cash they can spend and then let it get sorted out later.
0: Yeah. yeah. I mean, I had, like, when my daughter had her seizure, and and it brings up what, you know, he kind of said, is that nowadays she should be able to be like, you know, look up names or whatever and figure out if you're insured. I mean, but, like, And the ambulance coming, you know, in the emergency after she had the seizure in the middle of the night, you know, they came, you know, they did what they needed to do when there was never a transaction of, you know, gave them my ID, you know, for like my, so they could write down my, you know, information for, you know, my address and stuff. But, you know, then I get a bill for $1,500 of, hey, but you can, you know... Email us your insurance information and we'll, you know, see what we can bill your insurance. And I'm like so it's like if they really don't need a card, why don't they just look it up and see that you're insured and figure out what you have?
3: My experience was slightly different. When I it's been ten or twelve years ago now, I had to take an ambulance to the hospital because my husband was out of town. I put the both kids on the bus from my bed and yeah. could not literally, could not get up And so much, time. And they took my insurance card in the ambulance. Yeah. They actually did what they needed to do to get me into it. But then you have your purse, right? Use yeah. your insurance card. Yeah. Before we take you out of the ambulance, we but want even your I, insurance
0: card. Like I said, at that point, you know, like I said, 10, 12 years ago, like I said, technology was, I mean, eventually I think there will be a more universal like medical record out there that'll mm-hmm. be much easier to be like somewhere that's always an issue with healthcare too, Yes. Because if you're outside, if you're traveling for any reason and you're outside your hospital network that you're normally in, they have no clue what your history
2: is. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: And I think eventually said so they need to have some sort of universal medical record where they can literally like check your you know, information and be like, oh, hey,
3: drug this person's got drug
0: allergies, before. you know, other medical history. like
3: Something like know. that is long overdue
0: mm-hmm.
3: because it's been possible for decades. It has.
0: So again, we, we run this issue where instead of evolving with technology, we kind of get stuck in We just want it to be simple and easy and the way it used to be and just go look this shit up, you know. And you guys both make a great point. So in 15, I took a drive to Missouri and back because my aunt wanted to go to Arizona and, you know, she was she had cancer and was dying and we bought a fucking motor home to do that for some stupid fucking reason. And, uh, She ended up non-responsive in Missouri. So we took her to the ER, called the ambulance and everything. And of course, I know some of the medical history, but I don't know all of it. I don't know what the hell she's allergic to. I have no idea. And the doctor walks into the room and he goes, she has end stage, you know, colon cancer. She's dying. What the fuck do you want me to do? I need to know if I can drive back to Michigan, honestly. Is she going to make it? He goes, well, I don't think she's going to die in three days. If that's what you're asking me, I'm like, all right, well, that's kind of what I need to know. That's what I'm asking, buddy. The, The fact that that's stupid shit you have to ask is ridiculous. Because in the times that we live in, almost everything is at the touch of your fingers, but you know your medical information not necessarily because if you're in another state fuck you we don't know anything but even with that I mean like you said you talked about that you were there you knew kind of certain things mm-hmm. but you didn't know everything but like I said she was at a point where she wasn't gonna travel by right you can have certain condition and still travel alone mm-hmm. and if you end up you know unresponsive somewhere like I said unless you're like well prepared I mean I know you're diabetic. Or have certain like autoimmune diseases that might make certain people or anything of that nature. Well, my wife's a good example. She can't have an MRI. Yeah, and they may not know that. Mm-hmm. And if she's with somebody that doesn't know that, and they're like, "Oh, well, we have to do an MRI," and they're like, "Yeah, that's great." Well, but that's the situation. She's yeah. still well enough where she could travel on her own. Yes. And that's and that's where the hard part is about having some sort of universal medical record. That they can tie to, you know, a current ID. It's going to be hard to, uh, you know, get beyond it being a very complicated thing. I said the first thing they would have to do then or anything would be again find you or Caitlin or somebody who could be like, Oh, she has all this wrong with her. Do not give her an MRI, do not give her this, do not yeah. give her that.
2: Yep.
3: If we well, it's... organ donor registry, mm-hmm. surely. A medical registry is the same type of thing. You mm-hmm. look it up with your driver's license, it's a barcode, you scan it.
2: Well, it's okay. I mean, you, said you, you talk organ donor, you talk,
0: you know, even outside of just regular organ that there's bone marrow a registry. Yeah, I'm I mean, in that like now. That. Yeah. Yeah, I'm in that now. Um, I mean, in all honesty, your vaccination records, mm-hmm. people mm-hmm. can just look it up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It doesn't matter where you are, they can just look it up. Yeah, I mean, yeah, we're carrying our COVID cards because you know we have to at this point. Yeah, know. you have to. You don't have to say when you got your last flu shot or when your most recent tetanus shot is. Or right. Are you until you, know... you
3: stuff on a rusty nail and yes. you don't
0: know? Yeah, which well, is that's... most people.
3: Yeah. I
0: can't, I don't know when my last I don't know co- when my tetanus reaction. shot was, but I know when my last COVID shots were. I know when my last two COVID shots were because mm-hmm. I had one See? on September thirtieth of last year and I had one on Monday. And I know yeah, what my last time the shot was? Because I literally only got it like two years ago, but before then it had probably been.
3: Yeah. Mm-hmm. We were you know, in you know, a roof we with a family I've... member not too long ago, and Aiden was up on the roof with his uncle and his brother-in-law and mm-hmm. all that stuff and stepped on a rusty nail yeah. on the roof, and I took him to the urgent care, and they're like... You the last tetanus shot you had was this time, and we'll give you another one now.
0: I also believe, like in my adult life, I believe I got a tetanus shot when I was in the hospital after my first season. I was in Illinois. Yep. And then I believe I got another one, the ten years later when I was in the hospital, that one after Mac was born. Mm-hmm. Like are then. and after that, it was probably the last tetanus shot until I got what I got a couple of years ago. I, I will say. I hated your fucking seizure, your first one, because obviously I was there. But the only thing about your seizure I liked, I killed a bird with a lot of stones. I was a little out of it. No, you were totally fucking out of it. So Mike's totally out of it. He, he was out to lunch with a couple of coworkers, and he had a seizure. So they called the ambulance, and they took him. And coworkers came back to the office, and they're like, hey, we got to go. He just had a seizure, and I'm like, "Oh shit!" So we go to the hospital. Mm-hmm. We get there. My mom comes. I, you know, we're we're figuring shit out. I call his mom. She's coming. Mm-hmm. And while Mike's there with his seizure, he has a really bad ingrown toenail, in. like really bad. Yeah, I had probably been infected pretty much the entire time I the there. Yeah. So I had got it fixed before I moved when I still had insurance. Yes. Doctor comes over and he's like, hey, uh, this is really infected. Should we take care of it? And we're like, yeah, take care of it. And they go and ask him and he's out of it. He's like, yeah, take care of it. So they take care of it and he comes out and we're like, hey, how you feeling? We killed a bird with a lot of stones. (laughs) I hate the fact that he had a seizure, but I still love that. That and the fact that you had a seizure because the like, light. I'm, be, I'm coming from behind. The That's correct. which again we were young at the time and nothing we would ever say. We said say stupid again. shit. Yeah,
2: we would not do that. Anymore.
0: And again, now that we were ever anti, you know, the I guess at that point it would have just been the LGB, probably just the LGB I don't even know if he was part of the community at that point. Oh, hang on. Nick, we got a call. Ooh.
2: Oh. Due to the canceling of the National Student Loan for Parents, we are reaching out once again from the federal student loan advocate. Because of the current situation,
0: the worst part about this is there's P. not a person.
2: To like... your loans.
0: That sucks. I was hoping for a person. Especially
1: your first name have been get that too. What was that, Nick? So, it would have been great if your first name would have been Ligma. So,
0: I got a call yesterday. Yesterday? What's today? Wednesday? I got a call Monday while I was driving down to take my mom out to dinner. And the person goes, hey, we were calling because we want to help you navigate the healthcare insurance type stuff. And I'm like, great. I work for the health insurance company, and she goes, oh, thank you so much. Uh, we'll take you off the uh,
1: the uh, record. Yeah. My favorite is I've been getting a lot of these uh, end-of-life things, right? Like, <laughs> your final expense stuff, and I'm like, dude, I'm fucking 33 years old. I am I drank you know like a fish.
2: I'm not going to
1: die.
0: They do, they do something, he doesn't.
1: Do they know something you don't? That's like, I'm just sitting here just going, huh, like, I'm not planning to die, but like if you guys are all about this and then, like, your and wife and daughter are plotting. I was working. I was at that I was part. Like, make sure that your family doesn't have oh, to pay for it. And I was like, my family and is gonna pay for it with my fucking money. Bro, I was bro. like, sure, I have to buy it. I have to buy an oversized casket because I'm fat as fuck, but like they're gonna be just okay. Dude, just be like me and just get cremated. Well, that's what we're gonna get cremated into trees. I got to buy some land still. Dude, I found a condo for us, and you said no. Yeah, no, I'm not doing that.
0: Come on, it's in the Bahamas.
1: Hey, have I ever told you guys this? All right, so we're taking a side, ho- a side trip on the one. We should. All right, so oh, 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 Courtney and I, we would like to give our bodies to science. Okay, that's the first and foremost thing, right? They will want Courtney's body, but not yours. Probably right. So now they, if they, they might have it,
0: to brain though, just to see what what causes what's everything that goes out up there.
1: Right, but it, okay. So in the end, they can deny you and stuff like that, but like they'll still they'll still let you get cremated. So now we're gonna get cremated, and uh, we're gonna get cremated into trees. Yeah, and I'm getting cremated into a sour cherry tree, and Courtney's getting cremated into a sweet cherry tree because they pollinate each other. And so, for eternity, for the rest of our effing life, we're just totally gonna just pollinate each other. I'm what so if excited. your tree dies? No, so that's why I need to buy this plot of land. A very because, like, we were talking about doing it in the Granville house, but I was like, I can't guarantee that's gonna be there. So I gotta find this like really, really remote, like perfectly beautiful spot where 30. it's never. Well. So you want to? You can plant at the house plane well well it's a kind of possibility to get sold caitlin dude if you die caitlin has no problem selling that place caitlin's
0: totally so, so. fucking selling that shit when i'm dead maybe he's See,
1: exactly. as well that you can't sell it i no, know she's totally but, selling that shit so, i won't care times, i'm dead but like that's what i want like i want to offer somebody i don't i don't know like a 100 bucks a year just to make sure i'm i stay alive and courtney stays alive and as a treat well, um I mean, we could write that into the sale i'm sure Oh, 100 percent! Like, oh my god, I'm thinking about that. Like, you know, so like, what's it worth to the? I'll give you a free house as long you as go I right make next it. to the pond. Fifty fucking generations, right? Like, let's do this. I'm so
0: excited. Well, because she's sweet and you're sour.
1: I mean, she's sweet and he's nope. an asshole. This is whole, This is this is why we're doing this. Like, we we were sober when we talked about this. It was great. Which means it only had three beers at the time. Exactly.
0: So or not. I mean, or 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 it depends on the beer. I mean, if he was drinking PBR, he had like six or seven. And he so, drank you drink know a third of the guy pack.
1: from Wendy. Wendy, that didn't that didn't just make your heart melt?
0: Did that make your heart melt, Wendy? She's laughing at you. She is.
3: We all like, make our own choices. The, that was the sweetest thing I think
1: anybody has ever said. And you didn't just go, "Oh, that's so sweet." Nobody went, "Oh, no." I know. I'm kind of pissed at you guys. It's because
0: everybody loves your wife, but you were not really sure about. It.
1: Dude, ah, uh, you know, and I even said she's the sweet cherry. She and is. You guys did. Oh, she's the sweet. And Mike goes, "Yeah, you're su- you're sour and she's sweet." And I was like, "Yes, I get this." Like, say, "Oh, damn it." Oh. Aw. See, there we go. Now we're talking. Nick and his wife are talking about dying. That's life.
0: Maybe that's why you're getting all the phone calls. Maybe Dude. because you actually
1: did this, make a decision this, on your end of life this plan was years ago. This was years ago. We talked about this. Oh, hey, just so we can have this on record, um, I have a locked box in my bedroom. It's fireproof. One, two
0: three lock box.
1: And there's a handwritten thing that tells everybody how to how to handle my estate. So, I mean, it's at least Nick has something written
0: down. I mean, I had a podcast with him, and I'm like, "Hey, when I die next week, take care of these people." <laughs> and you know, I got you, no matter what. I do. I you.
3: We have wills, but they're like 15 years old, and they really need to be updated because they deal with things like custody of our children, who are both adults.
1: So you, you know, a note. Can I have? Can I have custody of them?
3: No, they they don't need custody, and they would not accept it.
1: All of you now own. know a notary. I need to
0: bring some paperwork up for me to notarize. Well, the problem is, I need to like also. well, I need two notar. Well, I need you need two notaries because I can't notarize something. I'm a. Well, i am I need my zero. sister around. Yeah, so you can notarize the stuff because she was the one I basically put in for, you know, it, things like if like. Their mom is no longer the picture, and I die, then, you know, she's the one I'm giving the kids you. to and stuff like that. And, and a few others, like I made her medical power, attorney. I just, like said, I just made you financial power. But yeah. Uh, gee, I wonder why. You won't do stupid things with my money. I definitely won't. So if anybody's in Grand Rapids and they're looking for a notary, this guy. Or to the Kalamazoo County. Or Cal- yeah, honestly, I'm a notary in Kalamazoo County because that's where I live. Mm hmm. Oh, speaking of things, we're trying to get a judge on that's running for a seat in Kalamazoo.
2: Yeah.
0: Um, hopefully that'll happen. Not against the guy that I know. No. Yeah. I don't know the guy you know, but you have Maybe to tell he's me. not running. He may not be having to run. He this might year. not be up this year. He may not be up this year. I did look at all of the uh, board members that are running for Plainwell, mm-hmm. and there are at least three motherfuckers I'm not voting for because you don't have. I don't know them, but when I went to their fucking Facebook page, unmask our children. Fuck you. Okay. Well, I unmask mean, unmask our children. But how many actual schools? I mean, again, still not the people you want because they're also going to be the ones who are going to probably ban LGBTQIA plus books and
3: oh, all kinds of books.
0: Oh yeah, no, and he consider be like oh, you can't teach critical race theory to a three-year to a third grader, even though. If it's, no, truly, if it's truly critical race theory, you're not teaching it to anybody under college age.
3: As the sober person in the group, I'm going to circle back.
2: Please do. I'll
0: yeah. tell you
3: about the third incident. My husband went to the doctor on Tuesday. Okay. Last week, Tuesday last week. Mm-hmm. Um, for his annual checkup, he handed over his card because they asked for it at the counter. And they made a copy of it. And then the person at the desk tried to enter it into the computer to find his record so they could find out how he was covered. There's no group number. This is not your medical insurance card. This is a pharmacy card. This is the same card that the pharmacy told my son was not a pharmacy card. (laughs) And he says, no, it has copays, deductibles written right on it. This is our medical insurance. And they're like, no, it's not. So he called me. I will tell
0: you right now, Knowing having had Blue Cross Blue Shield of Massachusetts, there's no group number. It's called like a plan number. number. I remember that from my card.
3: And um, And nobody in
0: Michigan understands that. Yeah.
3: He called me and said, I need your card because this is apparently the wrong one. I said, No, it's not. It's the correct card. Mine card has all the same information on it except my name instead of yours. So he represented it. And the woman insisted it was not his medical insurance card and had to get someone else from the back office involved. And she's like, oh yeah, just put in their ID number and it'll pull up all the information.
0: (laughs) My head hurts right now. I'm just saying it.
3: And it did. And he was completely covered because it was a preventative medicine visit. Mm -hmm. Then, when he came home because he was, the the doctor requested a sleep study for him. This is the very first time that (laughs) The doctor has requested the test for Jim, where they called him the same day to schedule it. They called him literally within a half an hour of his visit at the doctor's office. He scheduled his sleep study, which he did last night. And as part of our medical insurance, we have a flexible spending account that's associated with a credit card. So he gave them the credit card number over the phone and it was declined. And we actually had to get involved with the insurance company again so they would pay for the sleep study. Because the credit card was declined. shouldn't have been declined, and they accepted it later the same day.
0: I don't want to get off on a tangent, because that's what we do, but I'm going to get off on a tangent here for a minute. Does Jim snore a lot?
3: Jim snores a lot. A lot. Jim occasionally stops breathing in his sleep.
0: Hey, he sounds like me. So,
3: not for long.
0: In two. Thousand when Donna and I started dating That summer I didn't sleep well And she would sit there and Watch me Lose breath Over and over again to the point where There were times I was driving That I just fell asleep while I was driving And hit shit Because I didn't know any better And luckily At one point she called the doctor and she goes listen he's going to die he's probably going to kill someone we need to help this dude so they sent me a a pulse ox yeah and i wore it all night Mm -hmm. and my pulse ox was like 80
3: that's pretty
0: low yeah Mm -hmm. and they're like yeah he needs a a BiPAP, and we're just gonna prescribe one because we don't know what the hell else to do because at the time i didn't have insurance and they couldn't give me a sleep study because I had no money so they just gave it to me and for the first time ever it felt like ever I actually slept and I was so excited so Don and I talked about Mike quite a bit and we're like yeah he's totally got sleep apnea because you know if he slept here or when we were on the cruise we're like that dude loses his breath a lot and I know what that's like. It's it's horrible. And Mike had a sleep study recently, a home one, which is different than what I ended no, was up going much through. Almost the same. Was it was a little pulse ox meter on my finger, and that's it. That's all they had to do. This, so
3: this had a band that went around his chest yeah. with the power unit right in the middle. It Whoa. had um a canola that went over his ears and into his mm-hmm. nose and the pulse ox on his one finger. Yep. Yeah and I think that's it, three, three it was no. measuring three things. And, and it could we... be
0: the what he may be having issues with was different, but mine literally, they just gave me the little thing, and it was literally just the pulse cycle. Like I said, they could tell. Like, they could tell based on fluctuations during the night. They're pulse. like, you had at least, you know, two dozen, you know, episodes yep. of, you know, stop breathing. Over well, I would say in, that. like, 2011 or 2012, I had a real sleep study done at Metro down the road. hmm not the hospital, but, like, the sleep lab next to it. And I had to have two. It was awful. Mm-hmm. So the first one I had, they put the mask on me mm-hmm. and didn't give me any air. I think 10 years ago, the different so, was we were still kind of learning. Well, and I sat there. All the science behind the CPAPs and the BiPAPs to the point where they needed to do that to... Uh, Figure it out yeah. for what you needed. So I remember telling Dawn, she's like, so how did it go? I'm like, I didn't sleep at all. I felt like I was drowning all night. I'm never fucking doing that again. And I waited like two months to do the follow-up, which they actually gave me air, so that then they could finally figure out what settings I needed. Mm-hmm. But it was awful.
3: I'm given to understand that
0: what Jim did last visit. Yeah. It's much better now than it used to be. Was that time? I meant literally was just thought... Uh... A little thing on my finger and yeah I didn't have to put anything on my head or my chest well you've asked me several times you know what should I feel what should this be like especially when you were sick you're like when I was sick it was more like should I be able to breathe and I'm like yeah if you're congested you're not going to breathe wearing it sucks that's where I would wear it long enough to basically cover because I'm in that first like 90 days where I have to have like 30 straight days of a certain amount of usage per night in order for insurance to pay for it. Oh,
3: oh, oh. And there's like a meter on it or something yes. so they know yeah, how they much can, you're using they can, I
0: mean, when I turn it off, it'll actually say you You know, I've been wearing it for you know, seven hours or whatever and it'll give me like smiley faces. But they, I have the one that is just one grade lower than the one or one version lower than the one that actually you can Wi-Fi and so it'll actually like do daily reports to like your doctor and stuff like that but a lot with that is it's the chips and stuff that they would use to make those mm-hmm. aren't available which is surprising there's a shortage of a it's lot really of stuff right now get those
3: kind of things right now. yeah
0: they're like well you can wait three to six months or we could give you this one for right now and I'm like, will well, just give you that one for right now so it like, mm-hmm. have some because uh, yeah i mean what i'm reading like the fact that yeah, like sleep apnea causes like increased, you know, adults were, like heart attacks and right strokes and stuff like that. And that's like why that. the
3: doctor ordered it because right now that is the greatest risk to Jim's cardiac health is
2: mm-hmm.
3: his breathing issues, especially. He has um perpetual post nasal drip.
2: Okay caused yeah.
3: by his parents smoking when he was okay. his entire childhood. Um, my dad has late-onset asthma because of his smoking. His dad has not um, reached the point yet where he's been ordered a sleep study, but my mom is advocating for one because he has the same issue. I
0: have allergies and allergies induced to asthma, but I mean, I'm sure part of his issues were the fact that he lived in a household where
2: or they smoke constantly.
0: Alcohol, smoke constantly. Jim and I have had that talk. Yeah. It's frustrating, I guess, is is the best way to put it, because I didn't do anything. Mm-hmm. No. And I couldn't breathe for, you know, 24 years. What the funny part is I was never around a lot of smokers and, like, smoky houses until I actually started yeah. hanging out with him.
1: What, what'd you have done that you couldn't breathe for twenty four years. What what, what fixed?
0: I moved out of my mother's house.
1: Oh no, so I can't breathe, and I don't smoke. So, um, a lot of yeah. it ends up being,
0: unfortunately, and I I think all three of us can attest to it. It's it's in times, it's weight related.
1: A lot uh, of that. Oh God, yes, like a hundred percent. I'm not gonna lie well, about that. But like, I I have some friends that have been having some. Uh, rhinoplasty surgery because like and I do think that my nasal passages are weaker than most people's and so like they get um, them cleaned out and stuff out and stuff like that or whatever the heck they do um because really for years of my life I can't smell right like uh-huh. I have a sense of what things are but like when when somebody walks into and maybe it's because like I go into like the worst of the worst rancid houses Mm -hmm. but like when i walk into a place that's got like you know some bad odor i'm just like this is normal to me right i walk into a house that's completely disgusting and people like i can't even do it and i'm like man this is nothing right like yeah i am
0: like you though dick i mean i and for me i think it was pretty much after i started working where i work and i think the allergies to the animals really kind of put me over The edge, because yes, I'm the same way. Like when I smell, when I can actually smell something that smells bad, my thought too is I feel really bad for the people who have normal senses of smell because it must smell horrible. Yeah,
1: all the time. The other day I smelt my food, right? Because like there's like times where I'll, I'll get to like smell things, and I'm like, oh my gosh, like that smells amazing, and it's because it's like the first time ever, like I've smelled something. Like I'm the guy who tells other guys, hey, your cologne smells great, because like finally. I can smell it, right? And like, if you asked me, mm-hmm. I would say one of a thousand men wear cologne, right? Like, and because I never run into this thing, like I'm like, oh man, like that smells good. And my wife would be like, oh, smell this, and I'm like, mm, I got nothing, right? Like, yeah, wearing
0: cologne since I was maybe in my twenties, trying to like when I'd go on dates would be about the only time I I still wear cologne, but only if I'm what? trying to impress people.
1: Oh. I, I I still. I mean, I'll throw the ex
0: body spray out after a uh long day of
1: grouping. Yeah. So, all right, I want to get back into like okay. Um. All right. So well, you it guys was have mentioned health related,
0: kind of, of, so it kind of almost boils down to what.
1: You you've mentioned you've mentioned um. A universal hmm? medical record.
0: He's health as loud health, as he can be.
1: Let's health record down. assessment, right? Is what you're saying. Um, what else would you like to see from this healthcare administration to make things so much better? Right? Um, because, to me, I don't know, like, I, I hate seeing the fact of, it depends on what you're insured for, and how much money you have, if you can get certain procedures, if you can get certain things.
0: For example, I don't agree with that. I think there needs to be like there can't be like a hey, oh I've got you know X insurance at X you know rate and so my copay for my prescriptions is only you know maybe ten dollars for you know up to ten dollars for generic some generics are less than ten and like twenty dollars for like the name brand. And then like another one is oh you don't you know it's like 15 and 30 or 50. I've even had ones where it was like three tier. It was generic, was like five, 15 was for what the insurance covers in terms of the name brands. And then anything else that wasn't that was like 30 or 40. We have five tier. Or you
3: do. Okay. Several years ago, Jim had some kind of episode. It was later determined not to have necessarily been a stroke, but nobody's really quite sure.
0: Okay, <laughs> I remember that. I remember running into him. This was the Griffins game right before COVID, like shut down everything. And,
2: that's and he's
0: of- like, "I don't remember this because I wasn't there." And he, like, he literally came in. I'm like, "Well, how you been doing?" I'm like, "Well, you know, I'm doing a lot better now that you know I'm out of the hospital." And and I'm like, and I like immediately like texted him. I'm like. Why didn't you tell me Jim had been in the hospital? They're like, we didn't know Jim had been in the hospital.
3: Um, We were going to the high school for a concert just in like the week before everything shut down for COVID. And he had been on the phone with the airline trying to rearrange our vacation Mm -hmm. tickets, which never happened. Mm. Um, COVID. Yeah, because they had rebooked us so many times that we were not even going on the right day. So it didn't <laughs> even match our hotel anymore. And he, like he
2: was very,
3: very angry. Yeah. And he got off the phone and made another call and sounded incoherent, like mm-hmm. slurring words. Oh, yeah. And mm-hmm. he had not had anything alcoholic to drink that day. And um, he like walked down the kitchen to go to the bathroom in a like like he was drunk like weaving back and forth and ran into the wall at one point he came out of the bathroom and my daughter and i were like something's wrong and at first he like completely denied it he's like we can't miss this concert there's nothing wrong with me um and it wasn't until after we got back from the concert that he actually realized that something was wrong but he didn't want to spend the night at urgent care of the hospital so we went to bed he promised and he would go the next day the next day he gets done with some meetings and I took him to urgent care. And they're like, No, no, you need to go to the hospital. So we went to the hospital, we went downtown to Butterworth, and um, they gave him a room in the emergency room and um, ran a couple of tests. It was very crowded. We didn't know that COVID was coming, but clearly there were people sick with it in the emergency room. Mm-hmm. Um, and there were a lot of people in there who clearly did not have insurance because they'd been parked in the hallway. We had insurance, so they gave him a room, private room. We we're in and out, taking him to this test and that test. And finally, the um, the ER doctor in charge for the evening came in and said, we're gonna move you to Blodgett. Your insurance will cover the ambulance ride. This will all be part of the same visit, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, whoa. Halt. How do you know that? They don't. They don't know that. No,
0: they have no idea. They have
3: no idea. And if we had gone to blodgett it like they wanted to in the ambulance, God probably knows, not. Covered. God knows what would have happened. Probably not they covered. Have been covered. They would have run all mm-hmm. the same tests over again yeah. and still not had a conclusion. Well, that's
0: so weird. So I thought Butterworth was like the. The, the like, best, house, best hospital. They in the were area. busy,
3: and they and, yes, yeah. and he had insurance, and they wanted somebody who could pay for it to move him. Yep. Over yeah. to the other building. Like I said, I can
0: see, like you know, if you're going to like, you know, like I think of, you know, the southern Michigan. You've got all like the Ascension rolling and yeah, which are horrible. Yes, and I would agree. But like, if you're in, like Pip and Plainwell, and Pip can't in their ER, they can't do anything. But yes, a hospital. ER or not an ER an ambulance from there to, a
3: transfer to the a main large Borges facility should facilities. be
0: part of the same. Business yes, because of the fact you're in the same. I, I will say group. before Borges sold to Ascension, good hospital. Mm-hmm. My mother worked there for like 14 years. Great staff, great doctors, great mm-hmm. nurses, and then you know they became. Listen, Ascension, which is way more corporate. And I always like going to Borges. Like, yeah, fifteen. Back in the ago.
2: day, yeah.
0: And now I. Will and now Bronson back. is the only place you go because mm-hmm. they're not nearly as corporate. Mm-hmm.
3: But yeah, the, an individual doctor, regardless of their experience level, does not know what. The no. no, they have is no idea. For, and they have no right saying something like that to a patient. And Jim was so mad at that point. We'd been there for four hours already. He was like, I'll just go to my own doctor. I'll go to my own doctor. And finally, she made him sign that he was discharging himself against orders and all that. Um, the Dr. Rammer. Inconclusive.
2: Which usually happens.
0: Yeah. Well, I mean, even dawn stroke. They can't classify it as a stroke because they can do an MRI. She had a fucking stroke. She couldn't talk for three days. And after three days, she could talk, but not well. It's ridiculous the hoops we have to jump through in this country. Mm -hmm. And again, we can go through the well, if you have universal health care, it takes so long to get in to see a doctor. Fuck, it takes me a long time to get in to see a doctor right fucking now and you don't. Mm -hmm. We are a for profit system. You can say you're non profit all you want, but we are in a for profit system. And it takes forever to get in to see a doctor that can actually do anything for you. We were talking about this the other day, and and Wendy and Mike know this really well. So when I was dying last year, I say that people get pissed about the way I say it, but I don't care.
3: When I was dying last year,
0: you were pretty much on the verge of death. Every time I went to the ER, they'd go, Just take some Tylenol, you'll be fine. And I'd go home and I'd take some Tylenol and I wouldn't be fine. I'd, I'd take 4,000 milligrams and I would not be fine. And my PA would call me and my wife would tell me, You have to go back to the ER. You're going to die. And I'm like, Fuck it. I'm not going because they don't do anything. They don't give a shit that I'm there. All they do is say take Tylenol and they send me the fuck home. I might as well just stay home. And in all honesty, I should have fucking died because. They didn't give a shit. Their job is to get you in and out as quickly as possible. So they look for the easiest answer. Hey, you have a fever. Take some time Tylenol, and make the fever go away. You can go home. Okay. Yeah. Unfortunately, but again, you would think the two you, when you're in the ER, there are two. Well, I guess you could say three exits. There's death. There's getting released back home. or there's actually getting admitted into the hospital. Yeah. So to me, it would be like, if they're still like, we don't know what to do with you, but you're still coming back. You would think after like the third trip, it would be okay. We're going to admit you because whatever we're telling you to do to send you home is not working.
3: And the decision to admit you is dependent on A, whether there's a bed and B, whether Mm -hmm. there's a bed in the ward that they think you need, whether that's the ward you need or not.
2: Mm
0: -hmm. Well, you, you know, you go to a lot of the people that go to ER are just drug-seeking. Okay. Maybe 25%, 30%, but you can't say the majority of people. Yeah. I got accused of that several times. But even then, there's where a the universal oh. medical record helps. Yes, yes, it would. Because if you're truly a drug-seeker, you be will unknown. be there. And it doesn't matter if you go to Blodgett or Butterworth or Ascension Borges or Bronson. It'll be right there that this person goes to the ER every three days in search of drugs.
2: they would a drawer record,
0: be like, huh, he has never gone to the ER in search of drugs. Maybe he has something more wrong with him. Even now, I don't like drugs. Mm-hmm. I only take them when I have to. Mm-hmm. And my wife will say to me, hey, if you take your anxiety medication, because you've really been wired up the last few days. I take it every fucking night. I take it every night with my sleeping medication, because otherwise I don't fucking sleep. And at Wait, least if they they, take it, I can sleep for five hours. And five making,
1: hours is better than none. Oh dude, I sleep, I sleep. five hours. Um say they I didn't know they made anxiety medication. Um they're mostly
0: you know, the same as the antidepressant.
1: My my wife, my wife used to get so mad because when I worked at Gentex, right, the doctor was a pill pill prescriber, right? Oh like which to me was better than the doctor that I had before that. So, um, you know, I, I don't, I'm, I'm, I'm a man's man in theory. I try to be right. Like I try to open them up to my wife and tell her I'm hurting, but I don't do anything about it when it's actually hurting. I officially go, go seek some help. So, you know, here it is years ago my back is killing me. I am like, eh, whatever. I'll work through it. Um, she's like, hey, go see a doctor. So I go see the doctor, right? And the doctor goes, meh, lose some weight, you fat fuck. You'll be all right. Cool. Done deal. Always
0: the answer, mind yeah. you.
1: So right, like I'm working well, I mean, out a little. Maybe bit.
0: I've been always the anti male in that part. Is like, I mean, I won't go to the hospital because I have a cough that's last like 48 hours. But if I'm like just really miserable, and I'll be like, I really need to see if I've got strep or bronchitis or pneumonia or something. I it doesn't take me, and it, even before I had kids, and now it's like really like if, I, if something's going wrong. I mean, yeah, there are certain things I'm ignoring, but they're not life and not ignoring. Like I don't want to have a hearing aid before I if I have a hearing aid right now, yes.
1: But oh, I have really like to
0: wait I, till I'm fifty to have a hearing same. I
1: probably too, right? Like I, my hearing is fucking horrible. And then the other thing is okay, so I'm I'm working and all of a sudden I was moving, you know, three boxes of mirrors, and my back is I didn't realize it was called a spasm, right? Mm-hmm. So all of a sudden I have the spasm in my back. I fall to the ground, I have tears in my eyes, right? Like again, being kind of more of the man's man aspect, like the guys on my team were like, bro, something's really fucked up with you. Go get it checked out. So I go to the Gentex doctor who is, yeah, you know what? Here, here's some Norco. Here's some Methacarbamol. Here's some Tramadol. Here's this. Oh, you drive a Hilo for a living? You're a badass. Look, take this eight hours before your shift, and it'll be out of your system before then." And I'm like, I don't care if it's out of my system. You're the one that prescribed it. I'm fucking going. Like, send it right.
0: (laughs) Well, I mean, I think part of the reason why your son's issues were covered by workman's job is probably because we had feet be supposed to wear safety glasses.
3: Oh, sure. But doesn't. And if he had filed a workman's claim, I'm sure they would have covered it. But um, it was on a weekend. Mm -hmm. He, He realized it was uncomfortable he's watched other people at work try to deal with the workman situation. Yeah. It's, you know.
0: Oh, it's hard. He can't
3: prove it happened at work because he does work on cars at home. So he just... Mm -hmm. Yeah. But um, regarding back pain and doctors' um, just knee-jerk reaction to prescribe painkillers, it's not solving the problem.
2: No.
0: It just masks it.
3: It masks it for no. long enough for you to get through a day, and then yep. the next day you have the same problem. Unfortunately,
0: and- yes. A lot of I medicine, about- at least in the United States, is symptom mm-hmm. removal, not disease diagnosis,
2: mm-hmm.
0: which is too bad because I, I get, actually you know, spent take- the time to diagnose a I, I know there's probably no. a couple dozen people I know who have had or are still fighting with lyme disease same thing nobody will sit there and do the testing to be like oh it's lyme disease it'll be like oh you have a fever take this oh you've got some body aches take this oh you've got that take this well and even if it's lyme disease half the time they don't cover it it. it. yes right everybody has to get their dollars like you know (laughs) They don't want you, to offer, you, they, you know, the test that would prove it's Lyme disease the yeah. first time around. Correct. At time seven, sure, they'll do the test to prove it's Lyme disease. But... What were you saying, Nick?
1: No, sorry, Mike. Um, like, right when you look at it, it's like, all right, so I am a big guy, right? And mm-hmm. that would cause things. Mm-hmm. But when you look at my situation, okay, so the doctor gives me prescriptions, honestly i didn't i don't like prescriptions i don't like who i am on pain medication because and 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 i don't like who i am right now in my life and i'm trying to fix that like how can i get happy pills but uh you know back then like i used i was the happy-go-lucky guy like let's let's just do this and then i take pain and so i'm on i'm on a. Uh, and acids right? Like a really high-end one. So now I'm eating like a king. I've gained probably a hundred pounds. I'm not lying to you guys—a hundred fucking pounds—since I've controlled some of my acid reflux. But so go forward, right? that a... reflux to begin
0: with, like what we're dealing with with Mikey right now.
1: So go forward, and um, they're like, "All right, cool. We're gonna send you to physical therapy." And I was like, "Physical therapy for my back, cool." So they, you know, they they charge me 350 bucks with my insurance for however many things. And, oh, the good news, is I was out in Holland, right? So they're like, hey, this guy has done all of the, uh, the Red Wing stuff. He's the greatest PT that's out there, blah, blah, blah. Fine. Hey, asshole, I'm still fucking hurting, okay? Like, and then all of a sudden he's like, all right. You've done your six to eight visits, whatever I did. You need to go and get an MRI and a CT and this and that. Come to find out, six of my nerves in my lower back are pinched or crushed, right? Some of them are touching. Some of them are actually crushed. Some of them are are like literally pinched, like full force. And so I go back to the doctor, and I was like, here's my results. All right, well, here's your next step. You can have surgery, or you can just man up. if you man up, man up for, you know, as long as you can and then have surgery. Okay. I'll man up like, and so this whole time. So now throughout this course I've spent out of my pocket, I don't care. Let's call it $2,000, right? Which is very minimal compared to the $30,000 that the insurance company has paid for. And I'm saying like, again, being that guy who I, I, My wife has a bigger pain tolerance than me. I'm fully aware of this, right? But again, if you can look at my medical history and realize, you know what? This asshole doesn't come in for like anything ever. When he does come in, it's actually something serious. Um, Just understand that. Like, there's still people out there. And that's, I agree with you guys when it comes to the fact of like, hey, he doesn't come in to get prescriptions every two minutes, right? He's here to heal himself, get back to work, do his life, right? If you're well, habitual... you know, and, Like, Mike's known me for almost 30 years. You've known me since
0: probably 2008 ish. Wendy's oh, known me for like the last six, seven years.
1: Mm-hmm. 2000, probably 2005, 2004. Either way. Was... Yeah. But... That's what you're looking at.
0: I've known you for a long time. He's yeah. known you for about half the time, and, and Wendy's known me you. a little bit less. Yeah, about half of. I don't go nose. to the doctor if I don't need to. I don't. I never go to the ER. If I'm going, there's something wrong, mm-hmm. and then I show up, and they're like, "Well, you're just drug seeking," no, and that's the It's bullshit. And I don't go to the ER for no. I have, in my adult life, the only ER trips I've had have been after my seizures. Yeah, in my adult life.
1: Well, and I think I think the issue is, I got into the I got into the I got into the doctor before the drug seeking thing was a big thing, and then all of a sudden you go and it's this huge pandemic thing. I
0: don't really know. I mean, your entire adult life has probably been spent in the period of time when drug seeking was like. The think they think about because that was like something that came up on like the the TV show Scrubs, and that was from like the two the early
2: 2000s.
3: Um, I've never been accused of being drug-seeking. And in fact, um, my one visit to the, two visits to the ER, they tried to prescribe me things for pain and I refused to take them. Um, in fact, refused to take the prescription at all, not just get it filled. But um, when I went to the ER in, I want to say it was probably about 2009 or 10, with severe back pain you all have not known me without severe back pain i live at a seven um and the back then it was maybe a six or six or a seven but it was that at the beginning of the problems mm-hmm. and i have three degenerated discs in my lower back so i have vertebrae vertebrae rubbing on nerves and other mm-hmm. vertebrae not there's there's supposed to be cartilage there that's not Yeah. And they, the first time when I went to the emergency room for the problem, they took an x-ray, could not see any problem and sent me home with Vicodin. I took one. I hallucinated for 48 hours after taking one, was so miserable in my own skin from taking the medication that I refused to take it. And they prescribed or didn't prescribe, but I insisted on um, physical therapy, which worked for a few months. I kept up with the exercises my whole life, but there comes a point where it doesn't do any good anymore. I have vertebrae rubbing on vertebrae. Yeah. I am always in pain. I don't I go never, to the hospital anymore.
0: What year in college? Sophomore or junior. Maybe even my senior year at that point. And I had gone in, and at a point it was like, I had sprained my ankle really, really well bad a pickup game that I literally like could not walk. And I went into the the local the clinic at the college. And it was again one of those times when I had, you know, uh, a fairly infected and grown toenail. So they're like, okay You
2: did have issues with that a lot.
0: I did until they pulled out my toenail. Yeah. Um And then they were basically like, okay, you know, we're going to give you this antibiotic because you have this infection and because you not only have ankle pain, but also it'll just help with the fact that we've basically about half your toenail, we're going to give you, and I don't
2: remember anybody even. Uh And
0: again, it was similar to you. I took one and I was like just crazy. The
3: small amount of pain relief that I got from it was not worth it.
0: That I never, and i would the say, what well, Like, it. if they're like, we'll take something, i mean, like, I said, I may take a thousand milligrams of ibuprofen or a thousand milligrams of Tylenol, but, and I mean, I know Vicodin is just basically Tylenol and um, the, 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 the or whatever is it, it is, codeine the, or,
2: whatever? or the
0: coding, yeah, whatever, but it's something. And I'm like, nope. I'm like, just, I'll take, I'm like, I one time, I, I was I like friends with you when I had smashed my finger into, like, the trunk of my escort, and it was, like, pegging? I guess it was. I think it was I living with right my so. cell at the time. I think so. Like it was my pinky finger, and the basically the bed of my pinky nail was actually out, but the rest of it was a hat. I was in so much pain, that one day I'm literally just, like, I went in, and they're like, there's really nothing we can do about it until it basically falls off on its own. I so basically took a 1,000 milligrams of Tylenol and a 1,000 milligrams of ibuprofen, and I went. Yep. I remember. but us when... I guarantee you, a day and a half later, it felt perfectly fine because <laughs> it started actually healing where the nerve beds were damaged. Well, you know, it's funny because I remember being in my early 20s, mm-hmm. and we would do dumb shit. Mm-hmm. So I have to tell this story. We had a friend named Ken. We did have a friend named Ken. He was a fucking idiot. And at one point, Mike was at work. Mr. and Mr. <laughs> of the G-Funk. I like Simon of the G Funk. He goes, All right, I'm gonna, I'm gonna take a tangent here for a minute. He goes, I love that song, Mr. Dan. Yeah. And Mike and I are like, what the fuck are you talking about? He goes, Yeah. They sing it. And it's about Mr. Dan and he plays a tambourine. It's <laughs> just Mr. Tambourine Man. And we go, Mr. Tambourine Man from Bob Dylan. The birds sing it, and he's like, yeah, I love it, Mister Dan. I thought I thought Simon and the G Funk saying it. Simon and the G Funk, Simon, Simon and Garfunkel. <laughs> Garfunkel. I don't mind. There's actually a guy that I uh, I don't work closely with him. Okay, but his his name is first name is Chris. His last name is Papa Giannis. Okay, I never call it to him to his face, but behind his back, you he, he see Papa G. I thought you were gonna say it was Papa Giorgio. Oh you see, see Papa Chino <laughs> <Papa So, Giorgio laughs> maybe actually I could probably call that to him to his face he'd probably think it's he probably would. Um so Ken, was that Don? No, that was Wendy. Oh bye Wendy. She had to go inside. Yeah. Um so Ken had grabbed Mikey by the neck. Nope. and wrestled him. And he goes. I'm gonna give you a swirly. Yeah. And he dragged him to the bathroom. I wasn't there at that exact point. It was not Mike was still at work. And he basically rammed Mikey's neck and shoulder area into the door jam. I mean, I could have I must have only gotten home like five minutes later. It was not long. And Mikey fell like a heap. And he goes, Oh my god, I can't move. And we're like, "Uh Uh-oh. And now Ken's worried because, of course, he's paralyzed this guy. And I called my mother. And my mom was on her way over because she's a nurse and, you know, she can help the situation. Right. Mm-hmm. And before she gets there, Mike walks in. He goes, what the fuck is going on? And we're like, Mike, he's dead in the door to the bathroom. And I mean, he was talking and stuff. He was. But he probably, was, probably actually moving his arms and stuff, too. He probably was. And Mike goes, well, you better move his ass, because i got to take a shit. I did. And then he goes, oh my god, no, don't let him do that. Again, if he's moving his arms, he's probably not dead. He was, he, not, was. he was definitely not dead. He was not paralyzed. And the fact that you had to go do that made him move faster than he probably <laughs> should have. Wasn't paralyzed. He definitely was not paralyzed. By the way, you walked away and Nick goes, is it on there? <laughs> He's, he saw it's your okay. shirt. Break room. Break room shirt. <laughs> what? Did you not see Nick's message? I have not. Sorry, boys. My beers and medication are not. I saw releasing. that one. Apparently, I'm about to sleep LOL. <laughs> Nick's going to sleep.
2: Night, night, Nick.
0: I'm in.
1: I mean, you can go to sleep. We're gonna keep talking. Um, boys, I say I. Uh, I started hitting my uh, my big beers. Yeah. And, uh, not the smartest thing to do when you're on Dayquil, Nyquil, Sudafed, all the above. Yeah, to that don't the much,
0: much shop, and that would go with like uh, the the. Uh... Oh yeah, Mother Schmuckers. Um, like I said either the Norco or the. You know, that's a thing. At least you don't have to drive home. You here's,
3: know. Here's here you go. a here. Yes. All those things that Nick is taking: Sudafed, Dayquil, Nyquil. Oh, I'm just basic those, stuff in them. Um, the things that they you can make meth out of, apparently. Yeah. Um, they also all have. Um, genetically engineered beet sugar in them, in the coating or in the medication themselves. So, if I get a cold, too bad.
1: You can't take any of that.
3: Uh-uh.
1: You're allergic to beets?
3: No, I'm... Um, It's not an allergy, but a sensitivity toward anything that's genetically engineered for pesticides.
0: Dawn is the same way. It's not like anything genetically modified. All
1: about communication. Sounds like you get a cold. All you need to do is listen to MLVC. No genetically modified things from them. Straight up just beats. You love ML. DC, uh, I dude, those guys are great. Um,
2: you know, we've
0: the worst part is we're not on Twitch, so I don't know how long we've been doing this, but we talked a lot about a lot of things that piss us off with medical. Yeah, is anything we deal with medical wise good?
1: Yes, okay, <laughs> hey, um... what. Um. So we have the number one ranked healthcare system in the world when it comes to abilities to heal and cure people, right? So we offer specialists in where, certain... where do you get those rankings from? Um, you know, U.S. medical research things. No, I'm just gonna um say. But like, right, like we have the highest and best doctors. We have, but we're also paying millions of dollars for that person. We're paying millions of dollars for research. You know, there's third world countries that don't even have the flu shot unless it was for people like Bill Gates. Okay. Third world countries, yes. But again, let's go back to the,
0: what are the most deadly
1: diseases in your lifetime? Oh, uh, peanut butter disease. Um, yep. So apparently, people are allergic to peanut butter. They are, but Fuck. I would not say that's a the, one of the most deadly diseases. Carbon. Oh, so I'm, like all I would say right now is COVID in my lifetime. Oh, COVID. Okay. I mean, there's I, one I more. Know. You were born when it was in the midst of it. I would say chickenpox. Like I don't know if that was as deadly as what I think it was. Eight.
3: Oh, but.
1: Yes, so
0: AIDS, yeah, for sure. Okay, Wendy has something to say. Hang on, go, Wendy.
3: AIDS did not affect, I mean, as much media as it got, yes, it had a lot of media coverage, but the percentage of the population that it affected was Mm -hmm. not very much.
2: True. But when you look
0: at, let's say, because Nick is young and we don't care. (laughs) You and I are older than we do.
3: And you're not
0: a as I am. I'm but not. Host, too. But what big diseases have you lived through? Wouldn't the it be AIDS flu. and COVID?
1: The bird flu, the swine flu, AIDS. Swine flu, my so, ass, fuck you. you. These were all things. Um, oh. It was bad,
0: but I mean, it was bad for like a season.
3: Like, I even got vaccinated for polio. I'm that old.
0: You are old. At maybe I was. I don't know. Probably, Probably.
3: not. Pull up your all sleep. Of, all of the things that have been since mostly eradicated. Mm-hmm. Um, but I remember I was, you know, a teenager during the AIDS crisis. Yeah.
0: Yeah, I mean, I heard kind of what you said, and I would say yes. In terms of, like, the really big ones, it would be. AIDS and COVID, because I mean, yeah, like SARS came through, and yeah, you had that, you had swine flu, flu and, yeah. But again, it was never—it was a pandemic, short period. Yeah, it was never the pandemic the way COVID was. Not only COVID, but also AIDS. AIDS was a yearly thing. you are like, oh my god, what's AIDS? happening? AIDS was—I mean, that lasted for like, part exactly. of two decades. Yeah. Well, and I know I, so I'm going to say this. Because, Magic job, and it's all like AIDS is God. It's more It's not good enough. Where well, no, and
3: and mostly treatable now. Yes,
0: you know, I I'm one of those guys that I fucking hate Reagan, and I know Jim loves Reagan. Mm-hmm.
3: He doesn't love Reagan
0: way more than I do. I fucking hate Reagan, and Nick went away, so. Reagan was one of those people that he's like, that's a gay disease, we don't care. Whereas I don't see any disease as a certain type of fucking disease, because we already know it's not. Diseases don't discriminate on who you want to bang, well, or does. what it color does. you
3: are. Harder than it hit the, it the did. Gay
0: well, even that, I mean, it boils down to a poly It does. And it was boiled down to once it was identified as a sexually transmitted disease, it was we could blame it on the gays and promiscuous people in general. Yes. Whether it's, you know, even like you know, people doing prostitution, whether it's heterosexual or homosexual well, or drug use. Until it started yeah. being like part Inter- of like kids, people getting it from blood trans. Yeah. that's when it finally was like, oh my god, we need to really do something about it was when I think it was that young kid, I think his first name was like Will or something like that. It was like the first one identified as having got it through a blood transfusion. like, mm-hmm. oh my God, we need to do something about this because it was finally like it could affect somebody who hasn't done anything wrong oh. in their entire life. Yes. And again, gay people have done anything wrong. Like but I said not people who are doing it for like,
3: those behaviors
0: sharing like said sharing needles, you could be like, okay, well, you know, they were drug users, you know. Well, I remember the first, like, not gay person Mm -hmm. that got it through a blood transfusion. Maybe not first, but the most famous was Arthur Ashe. Yes. Magic Johnson. No, it was Arthur Ashe. Magic Johnson got it through sex. He did. Arthur Ashe had a blood transfusion and Mm -hmm. was HIV positive and died from it. He died from it. Yeah, that's one of the reasons why they renamed the stadium at uh, um, where they do the U.S. Open. Uh, stadium it- Rolling Meadows. I don't remember what it was. It might have been. I always remember Roland Garros for the French Open, but I don't remember what. But yeah, I mean, I, there's the city or whatever or the thing, but the actual like main. I'm looking it up because I have stadium where they do the like finals and stuff is Arthur Ashe Stadium. Might be rolling meadows.
1: Sorry, I got another phone call. Every time I get a phone Fleshing call, meadows, call.
0: meadows. It was flushing meadows you, stadium. You were just rolling Garros
2: in and flushing meadows.
0: And Arthur Ashe died in 1993. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because he was one. Yeah, because yeah. Max Johnson admitted he got it because he had had like hundreds unprotected sex. Yes,
1: which yeah, with a dude. And I was not fine. have it with a dude. He, he had, it, had it with women. women. No, not with women. Like, oh, it was multiple women. One yes. of them was, one of them was a dude. No, it was not. No. Can you prove it? Freddie got, you,
0: it the the got it with a dude. The Barachi. got it with a
1: dude. Magic Johnson got it with girls. Yep, and so did. Uh, what's the uh, singer of Queen?
0: He Freddie Mercury. We just
1: said that he got
0: it from a dude. Can you prove had, it? He admitted to being gay pretty much once it yeah. So best front man you never got to see. Best front man I never got to see. You never got to see. In terms of their in terms of them not being alive for me to see them. Correct. I mean yes it would be Freddie Mercury in the heartbeat. I would I, w- I would agree. I would actually put him above um John Lennon. I knew you were gonna say that. So love John Lennon. But again it would boil down to the Beatles, the Beatles were never about the flair of their covers, correct? Whereas, like Queen, was always about was an the experience. Yeah, so Bad Jovi was... and stuff like that is an experience. The Beatles were yeah. more about what they could do in the studio to make mm-hmm. things awesome, mm-hmm. and or just writing stuff that actually had meaning to it. And mind you, because we are great friends. I'm a McCartney guy. I'm a Beatle. I'm a John Lennon guy. You are a John Lennon guy. But again, that's something you can disagree on. And it's okay. It's okay to disagree on who is the best Beatle. We can disagree with the people who like IPAs, and we're not going to disagree with people who like IPAs. Okay, let's go to that for just a minute, Mike. Who's the worst Beatle? Boys. Ringo is the worst Beatle. And Ringo's good. Nothing wrong with him. You know, he's just. But George is way better looking, than Ringo. When you're looking at stop, astronomical, astronomical. stop my ass, and really good for oh. me, it's McCartney, Lennon, George, Ringo. For him, it's Lennon, McCartney, George, and Ringo. But if you to put it up like so, congrats, um, the say, Beatles uh, have, have always been the Beatles. Talking about George, no. you're talking about Paul and Don being. A to rock, yeah, they're basically one and two. You're looking and then at George like, is like four down, yeah, he's like, yeah, six or seven, and then and Ringo's, Ringo's like, three like three 15. or four later, yeah, Ringo's at like six. Wow. wasn't yeah. it that Lennon sure. that said that
3: Ringo wasn't even the best drummer in the Beatles?
0: Well, I mean, Pete Bowser was the Someone first said. drummer in the Beatles. What's new? There's a game we play sometimes with, we, it's a character it it's called Bow and it's basically, you don't talk about the rules of Mao, that's the first rule of Mao, and the second rule of Mao is it's kind of like, you know, but basically there's these rules, and I won't say which one it is, but at one point you name a Beatle. So at that point, yes, you could say Pete Best, you could say Stu Sutcliffe, you could, you know, officially they were all Beatles. Sure, they were only all Beatles for like who is the? Oh, my God, I'm drawing a blank. Who is the fifth Beatle?
2: Sutcliffe.
0: No. Stuart Oh my god, I can't remember who that Billy Billy Preston. Billy Preston. Why do we have a dog here? Doggy, go home. A It
1: is. I have never seen that dog before. Go home, doggy. Is right? Like when you're fighting over who's the better because. beetle, we all know that there's four yeah. beetles. No matter what happens in life, there's four beetles.
3: Four
1: oh. oh. Van Halen, though, right? Like, no, you, not Van Halen, Van Hagar. Hagar. Say exactly, you're a Van H- fan? Ben Hagar fan? Van Hagar. You Lee Roth fan, right? Like,
2: ask and me. Ask me, we're on the podcast. You want to talk? Oh, she left. Van
0: Who Hagar, it? way, better than Van, way better than
2: Van Halen. See? Exactly. Van Hagar.
0: We can we can bring somebody in that has a little more history than we do. She- Wendy, Van Halen or Van Hagar. So basically, <SSSSSSSR. <SSSSSSR>. <SSSSSSSR. David a- Lee Les- Roth <Ss> or Sammy Hagar. She doesn't just- care about you.
1: Wendy, Wendy. Okay, yeah. the Beatles. Can you name them? How many people are in the Beatles?
3: Well, four.
1: Exactly. That's all. Anybody will know. That's all. Anybody will care. Now, when you talk about Van Halen, well, it's no. different people, okay? You don't get this. So don't sit here and be well, like, you oh, talk the beat- about
0: Van Halen and the fact
1: that Gary Charon no. was the lead singer. No.
0: Or that Wolfgang yeah. von be- Beethoven or whatever Van Halen was a fucking bassist because they kicked Michael Anthony out. That this isn't a big deal. I mean, that's, that's Eddie's son. It is, but still, who cares? Me that what I that what I'm more excited about than Gary Sharon from Escape. What Gary Cherone sucks. You know, what Eddie um, Smythe had actually Oh my god that Ellen would have an awesome. So,
2: so mind we are S- the S- only
0: people here that know about that. I guarantee it. Yeah. So Patty Smythe was yeah, the no. lead singer of Scandal. Okay. She married John McEnroe.
3: Okay.
0: Well, I mean, later. He was, and at the time you. he's talking about, he was still married to Tatum O'Neill. Yes.
3: Have you either of you seen the show Never Have I Ever on Netflix, in which John McEnroe is the narrator?
0: I have not. It's lost. Awesome. Would be so, interesting. That would be. But at a point so, when they first kicked out David Lee Roth, they wanted Patty, Patty Smythe, Smythe to, to actually, be the lead singer of Van Halen. And she You're said talking
3: no. About an entire branch of music that I don't care. Sorry. What
2: music do you care about?
3: I prefer kind of
1: David. Do you want me to end the podcast? Like, like, what next? We need not
2: save time, but before you're and talking about, like, and stuff like that.
3: Mm, REM's a little more mainstream than the stuff that I listen. Okay, to but REM.
0: still, tap, that, give that, us that some groups.
3: Depeche Mode. Oh, I love Depeche Razor, Mode. Those are all kind of one that so new wave. Yeah, June, a new, yes. wave yeah.
0: new wave. I love Depeche Mode. Oh, um, I hate the Peshmerga. The House
3: Martins,
0: I don't know them. Absolutely love and a, a little sad that Ian Curtis killed me. I, I would have loved to see what he could have done with Joy Division before he killed him. But I, I like New Order.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: You know who's I don't like to kill himself? Hutchinson. Yeah. NXS I good. like NXX. You know who else? Chris Cornell. I can go. Though. I cannot. He oh, has yeah, so many
2: would... good groups. Yeah,
0: Soundgarden yeah. and Audio Slave. I'm I love it. Okay, man. people will sit there and be like, "Like I heard somebody as that one Idaho based oh, radio yeah. station that we all the the follow." Were like, the yes. were like what, what was the use of the traveling billboard? I'm like, what was the use of Audio Slave? Because I'm going to tell you right only... now. An alternative version of traveling Wilburys. The Wilburys were awesome. Can, can you, you name, name all of them? I can. Yes. So Dylan, Dylan, Orbson. and Harrison. Patty, Harrison, Harrison. and Jefflin. Lynn. Jefflin. Lynn. Can you name their real names? Not their real names. Well, not their no. Wilbury names. No. You know who can? Who? Don, Frank, Jim Tina. Lowry. Yeah, that doesn't surprise me. But yeah, Jim Lowry can name the Wilburys' names.
2: Huge Wilburys fan.
0: Love that, yeah, but Jim's
2: like
0: a weirdo because that's basically what Audio Slave was intended to be. It was basically a super group, of yeah, alternative artists because it was him, it was the guy, the guitarist from Rage Against the Machine. It was, yeah, oh,
3: Nine
0: Inch Nails. I love them.
3: I just couldn't listen. No, to no, it at
0: no, home, no, sorry, it's a it. heat. It's Trent Rest, it is, but so. it's him and like whoever he pl- buys. That's fine. Play with him. Nick, by the way, just so you know, the week of uh, October 31st, which is November Halloween. 1st or 2nd or so, Halloween. Mike and I have decided we need to do another election episode. Yep. It's very important leading into these midterms to talk about the election
1: again. Agreed. Tuesday, Tuesday I'll be in court all day Wednesday. We can do a Tuesday. That's fine. November first. Uh, yep. That's no, before the election. No, no wait, wait. I, I'm looking at October, November. Um, it'll be after the cruise, it will be after. The probably cruise.
0: be catching up from from a work perspective. it will probably be better for me. The other, the other thing that's great is we will have like two or three cruise episodes to upload because we're doing cruise episodes. <laughs> All we're taking is this thing.
2: How yeah, drunk I am. I am. We don't take that thing
0: or at least video. Not taking
2: that. That's a
1: pain in the
3: ass.
1: So I feel like my my question didn't get I mean, answered. What about sorry guys? Oh gosh. If you look out of it, I will say. My uh yeah, I I am and I feel like shit. So what do you want to see changed? Besides universal medical records, medical records, yes, I think
0: we kind of talked about one, just kind of making the costing more consistent. Um I think those are really kind of two big ones. I mean, it would really be nice if drug developed, and then the funny part is, my entire career is based on the fact that it costs billions of dollars to bring a drug to market, but it honestly would be nice if it didn't cost that much. And I mean, a lot of it is at this point because the companies that basically run the studies can set their prices. Yep. Because they know they have to be done. And I mean, I think there's, I mean, there's a need for it. Like everything, the way it's designed is like, you know, you need to make sure it's safe in animals before you're going to test it in humans. You know, there are certain drugs that don't have to go into humans before they're just used for disease because it's considered, you know, something that unless you have the actual disease, it's not worth actually giving it to you because, like I said, a lot of the cancer drugs are like that. I mean, a lot of the old style um, cancer drugs were basically like poisons. I mean, they targeted the tumors but they also targeted all the healthy tissue of the body too and so you know those are ones that don't but i mean you know i said even though like i said i work in an industry where you know my company i work for is based on the fact that it costs billions of dollars to bring a drug to market it would still be good if like i said you could either you know decrease like whether it's refinement in the number of you know, especially anima- decreasing in the number of animals you have to use for the studies or combining, you know, three, you know, points into one. But I mean, you know, a lot of it would just be that. And like I said that would bring down drug prices a lot too. Just, you know, and I think failure is a lot less frequent than it is now because there's a lot better... Early stage technology to be able to say, okay, this one's, you know, going to be toxic, or you can find that toxicity in, you know, the first, you know, $100,000 you spend instead of getting to like, you know, $20 million before you find it. So there's a lot. I mean, should, the nice thing, the other thing, and I guess it'll never happen is just get over these religious dots who think stem cell research is like the devil because unfortunately I think that's what's going to bring like people are all like we need to cure cancer we need to cure all these dementia related diseases but don't
3: use stem cells
0: but don't use stem cells but those are what's those going are to cure these diseases
3: yeah. until you can experiment on human cells mm-hmm. you're not yeah. gonna find the answer <laughs>
0: But unfortunately, like I said, even though we're supposed to be a country that separates church and state, we don't do a good job of separating church and state in this country.
3: Gosh, I I used to think when I was in my teen years and in my twenties that it was getting better.
0: Like it's got worse. I
3: just think that I was not exposed to as much of the. Shit. I think
0: that's the problem, and now we're getting exposed to it again <laughs> because it's all these religious related groups that are doing things like getting rid of women's rights and getting rid of LGBTQIA rights. There's not some reason. There's many
3: reasons. I don't want to go down that. I know you don't. um, Another thing I think the healthcare industry needs is an increase in wages for the people actually doing the work, not the CEOs in charge of drug companies, but Um, The nurse says stop. The the jobs listed for Spectrum, they're not even paying fifteen dollars an hour for intake. You can't afford to train somebody, so they have no sensitivity. So the lady at the doctor's office desk can tell you you're wrong and not realize that she's the one who's wrong. And the people at the pharmacy, they they don't make enough money to know the answer to that question. Your
0: pharmacy tax and your like bed tax or other things like that that. Are like, you know, your skilled nurses and stuff and your doctors, they're probably getting paid that much above minimum wage at this point in their life. No, not at all.
3: They're not making a living wage. So Mm -hmm. the system doesn't feel the need to train them. So they're just doing the best they can with what little they already know. And
0: that's what's funny is i know we when, see when the professor was on with yes us not too long ago and we talked about student debt i mean there was a lot of discussion about living wages versus a minimum wage versus the poverty line mm-hmm. and yeah it's like the poverty line is just above minimum wage but then it's still way below a living wage
1: well and you look at it and let's just say doing quick math and, and and i know that's not always true right but like Let's say you're making $450,000 a year, right? Which is kind of the low end for medical doctors. Um, Depends on the that
0: doctor. Is. I mean, your family practitioners aren't making that much not at all. Your and, ER doctors aren't making that much. If, you're,
3: if and you're. Regardless of how much they're making, that's how much they make before they pay for their malpractice insurance. hmm.
1: So, right, divide that by 40 hours, divide that by 52 weeks, that's $216 an hour. Now, if you can impact five nurses for a dollar an hour, and you're making $210 an hour, let's say six nurses, right? Like, pretty sure you're going to go for it, right? Like, so for every five nurses, there's probably one doctor. I mean, if I had to cut it, like, I'll ask my wife at some point, she's in the medical field, and like figure out how many many nurses there are per doctor, but, like, at five bucks an hour, they'll take the hit, right? And if you do the
0: trick... doctor's offices are, I mean, you look at your, like, ERs. ERs are usually, even within, like, a certain, like, just, like, if you're in a certain wing of an ER, it's probably a dozen nurses to a couple of residents and an attending. Yeah, probably. And then whatever, you know specialists are on call but the specialists that are on call are also the specialists that are in you know if it's Ups, a hospital so- yeah them. it's yeah. in the hospital systems or even if they're the, the specialists in the you know systems like you know
2: and th- and that's just and
0: stuff like that so you got that and then you're in a normal like doctor's office and it's probably five or six nurses to each general practitioner and stuff like Ours that is
2: Our
0: single doctor with one
3: receptionist, yeah. one back office one nurse yeah. that's
0: it well, a lot depend on what you're in some are like oh well, i go i mean my allergist is a little bit of a different question as i need the nurses to give all the yeah. shots so that's like probably six nurses and then again two or three people who are the office workers mm-hmm. to the one doctor who works there well, again, I, I go in every two weeks to see a nurse-only visit because I need to get my shot in my ass. And she's great at it, mm-hmm. but if she doesn't get to give it to me, everybody else sucks. Mm-hmm. And, you know, you sit there and you're like, okay, well, some people are really good at what they do, and some people are just kind of, you know, they're okay-ish. People that you talk about doctor- so yes, yeah. doctor rates actually skew probably a lot more than nurture. Oh, it's i would like agree. You said, if you're a you know, very special specialized like orthopedic surgeon or something mm-hmm. like that, yeah, you're probably in the seven figure range. But I said if you're a general practitioner, a general practitioner yeah. or like maybe a country doctor who maybe does ten different things, you're probably maybe hitting low six figures at the absolute both. 80,000, maybe. Like I said, said that's what I'm saying. Yeah low six figures so, is probably your peak. And so, yes, I mean, you could probably say that there's a skew, like you could probably average it out to where yes, the average doctor probably makes three to four hundred thousand. But if you probably did a BDN, which in this case, when there's that much of a skew, is a more accurate representation of the center point of your point, you're probably looking again at maybe $150,000 max. Well, this is something we did not do at the beginning of the episode. So, you know, typically when we have a guest on, we talk about their qualifications. So, one of the things I love about Wendy is, Wendy's a teacher. And one of the best teachers around. Wendy, how long has it been since you've been in a classroom?
3: 22 years.
0: Why? Well,
3: originally it was so I could raise my children Mm
2: -hmm.
3: because I had just spent five years watching what happened when they didn't stay home and raise their children. Mm
2: -hmm.
3: And it didn't matter whether it was mom or dad, but those kids knew they had somebody Mm -hmm. who cared about what happened. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And I'm not saying that parents who send their kids to daycare don't care, but if you're not careful about, who you pick for daycare, mm-hmm. it makes a huge difference.
0: I know some, unfortunately, who are like they just want to work; they just want to get a break oh, from absolutely. being a parent.
3: Absolutely. And but I also oh, know ones I know.
0: I know families, and I know families where the father is the stay-at-home parent because the mother has the better job. The better job, mm-hmm. and I mean it literally boils down to like in one person, one family. With that, I used to work. A guy that I work very closely with, his wife is a vet. She got her certification in veterinary pathology. Easily, mid, mid you know, in the hundred to two hundred thousand dollar range, mm-hmm. you know, and he was a, you know, could probably peak at fifty to sixty. So at that point, yes, it was much more cut. Cop- you know, money effective for him to be the stay-at-home dad, yeah. especially yeah. when they got to their, well, they had one kid, and then they had twins, and it was when they had the twins, and it was like, you're staying home, and it was And so it doesn't matter which one, because as I said, it doesn't have to be the mom staying home anymore in this world. I mean, unfortunately, there are probably still areas in this country where it's seen that the mom has to be the stay-at-home parent, That's
2: because insane. it either
0: A, looks bad on the dad to not be the one working, or perception, the again. perception yeah. or even the what you know maybe a, a woman in a professional career mm-hmm. could still make less than a man in a factory job because of the major difference in you know what they pay men versus women in yeah. certain areas of the country
3: even in places where it is accepted the schools often still won't call the dad mm-hmm. the, I remember reading something that one of my friends from high school wrote about how she's the working parent and her husband stays home with the kids. And when Susie was sick at school, they called the mom's mm-hmm. work number and she's like, why didn't you call my husband? He's first on the list. You're supposed to call him first. And then, well, we need to speak with the mother. We need to speak with the mother. No, you don't. Yeah. You need to Let speak with the that. parent who's there to help the child. Yeah,
0: they assume it's just going to be the mother.
1: Yeah, just just dealt with this. Actually, it was funny because I was I was at my daughter's gymnastics. Yeah, and I said, "Hey, can you put this on an account?" And she goes, "Oh, Watkins." And she goes, "Yep, Nick." Oh, and Courtney. And I was like, "Why the fuck does my wife have to be like part of this?" Like, what? Like, and she goes, "Oh, it's you know, Courtney this, and you have to know." And I was like, "No, like straight up, like I'm my daughter's father, like." it'll come up, like, you could just say my daughter's name, and I'm completely fine with that. But, like, I'm so appreciative of the fact that that was just said, right? Because yeah. as a guy who doesn't have a normal life, who he actually would. showed... You
0: have a to- much more flexible job that allows you to much more <laughs> easily <laughs> pick your daughter up from school if she's sick.
1: Yep. And and people, like, they call, and they're like, oh, we called your wife. And I was like, why the fuck would you call my wife? It's like, And they're like, well, she's... listening. I was like, I guess she's the mom. Well, right. The thing, at least
0: I, I think, but again, you also live in an area that is probably a little more conservative than other areas. And those are the areas that are going to do it. Yeah. Jenison's pretty conservative. Where I live, honestly, and Portage actually does a pretty good job of realizing that We've got it in Portage. I would agree. The kids, my address is the address they use for their school because I yep. live in the school district. They have written in there that my job is a, a lot more flexible yep. and I'm closer to where hi Emerson <laughs> to where uh... you know they go to school than my ex is and so I am actually the first person they will call and they call her when I'm basically in a meeting and I won't answer the you phone know. yeah and then, but even then it's usually like hey I just got to yeah, I'm like, yeah, hey, I got the same call from the school. I'm guessing this kid needs to be picked up or whatever. I'm like, just give me either a. I can't get out of work, Can you have your, you know, parents grab them, or so give me twenty minutes and I'll be there. I will say that we have a great perspective here because mm-hmm. you have Portage kids. Mm-hmm. I have Plainwell kids because my address <laughs> is my mother's. And my wife has Byron kids because her address is here. You really, don't have Plainwell kids. Though. I don't. I mean, I, I don't have in, the kids, but I, I read a kid in the Plainwell. I vote for them. Yes, I vote for them. So yes, and I would agree. Yes, when we look at it, what you do? Like a millage? That's what yes. you're voting for. So you know, when when I look at things, you're voting for Portage schools. Mm-hmm. I'm voting for playing well schools. Yeah. And my wife is voting for Byron. Well, the difference for you is you can take the very, like, it doesn't really impact anybody who's in any way affected by me at all. And you can basically be like, that's just a stupid thing to spend money on, or that's just a stupid rule to put into place. Whereas like with me and my kids, it's like, how does this actually affect my kids in their school? And I'm like, yeah, I mean, there are certain ones, that I'm seeing some of these proposals, and I'm like, I really don't like this, but in general, this is going to be the better option for me. Well, and when I look at it, I, I go, okay, what does this person believe in? Mm-hmm. And I pulled up all of the people that are running for Plainwell School Board. Yeah, I'm sure they're all. I don't know all, but I know three of them initially. I look at and I'm like, I'm not voting for you, you motherfucker. Said you said they have the mask. Yeah. To unmask our kids. Unmask our kid, or I don't want gay people around, or whatever the fuck it may be. And I'm like, yeah, I'm not voting for you. Fuck off. Mm-hmm. And that's all I'm looking for. What people am I voting against? Not necessarily for, but against. Well again, that's the issue. And that's why I think we need to have the of elect- the, uh, the election. I would agree. Because we're getting into the it's still like voting for the word, the lesser of two evils, and it, it's unfortunate that that's the way
2: society well, then,
0: has become. And you look spaces. at the the four of us here. So it's you, me, Nick, and Wendy. And when we did the election episode, it was me, you, Nick, and Jim. Wendy's husband. Wendy's husband. Yes. So when we look at it, we're like, okay, what makes the most sense? And Nick was adamant, hey, I don't like these policies. I have to vote libertarian. It's fine. I mean, yeah, I, would, I respect Nick more for voting libertarian because he didn't like, uh, you know, Biden, some of Biden's stances yeah. on, you know, how we wanted to tax like those middle level, like business owners and Correct. stuff like that. And the people who are like, I have to vote for Trump because I'm anti abortion. Anti-abortion or pro-gun or whatever yes. it may be, and the three of us—me, you, and and jim were like, yeah, we just got to beat that fucker. And exactly, because like, he's a piece of shit. Do whatever you had to get the pieces of shit out yes. of the office. And I mean, you know, we're we're in that election again. I, this is going to be the way it is every two years for the rest of yours and my life, probably, probably, unless something completely dramatic happens. Uh... Two party system, and we're going to sit there and go, okay. What is the least bad option? Well, so I agree with you,
1: but I'm also looking at trying to take the Trump route because at this point, I'm thinking about running for something here in my town, right? Like in Jenison, right? And Courtney, my wife, keeps telling me, "Well, the things that you post, you're going to get denied." people are going to know that you're an asshole. And I'm like, well, if fucking yeah, Trump is going to do this. Wait a minute, wait a minute. Back up for a second. The yeah. Trump route? Yeah. So, like... Yeah, the, you're it, not that. No. Not, but, like, I will call race people race out of
0: you're not homophobic, you're not misogynistic. Nick. Nick, you, you know, have conscience. But, but... You do know, well, have I, a conscience. You also have an empathy. But well, I, you, I will you tell, tell people today. to basically be like, I'm a businessman trying to become a politician, you know, basically trying to get a knob. Yeah,
1: but that's not Trump. Trump's a douche. Yeah. Anyways, nope. I have no problem telling people they're stupid. And that's the biggest key is like, hey, you're stupid. Here, here's your sign. Like, stop. So, right. I just, I deleted a post. I delete things very, very minimal. Right. And so we have this inclusive thing here. And I took, I actually, it's funny because I took the side of the tenant. Somebody asked, Hey, this person's going to be evicted from their house by next week. What's the thing that I can do to help them to keep them from being homeless? And my response was, Pay rent. Right. And so then people hated it. Somebody commented, We don't need the negative negativity here. I get that you're coming from the landlord. The person actually knows me. They're like, you're coming from the landlord perspective. We don't need this. That's the way you keep from getting evicted. You pay your bills. It's the way you keep from getting into bankruptcy. You pay your bills. I responded and I said, look, the people that are going to help you out are going to wait until it's too late for you. And they suck as companies. And the only time they're actually going to step up is when you can no longer find another place to live. You're gonna have a criminal record, like you're gonna have a record of an eviction on your thing, like they. It's literally past the time of whatever. So, whatever you do, just pay this and then figure it out from there, right? Like, because at this point, you're at the point of like no return, and it's just game over.
0: And then somebody comments bullshit.
1: some some bullshit and they're like hey oh you're a landlord blah blah like oh think about it this way and i was like you know what i'm done with your fucking naive ass because again i live this all the time so i'm just done i'm i i I deleted my comment deleted theirs like because people are so stupid Mm -hmm. in my in my opinion right like i can't stand stupid people um it goes back to the like today Today, I'm dealing with a lot of bullshit on a constant basis. David, I told you I could, we could do this, like, what, three hours before we started. Granted, I got on the phone and did whatever. Yeah. But, you know, so I get constantly, hey, where are we at with this situation? Who the fuck is we, and when the fuck have you tried to help me in one single bit, right? Like, where the fuck is we in this situation? And, and – The problem is, is my dumbass doesn't understand how not to say it that way in in text, because I text the same way I talk, right? And I'll say, who the fuck is we? Because I don't remember you making a single phone call. And they get pissed about that. Well, I'm
0: the same way way with people who, like, use the word, like, us and we for, like, sports team. Whether it's a college or a pro or whatever. Like, my dad will do it. I'm like, you never went... Like, he'll be like, we're doing so bad. So it's like a Michigan State game. And I'm like, you never went to Michigan State. You're not on the team. You're not part yeah. of the week. Dude. You're we, not part of the Chicago we Bears. We totally sucked on Sunday. You're not part of the Chicago Bears. Dude, they totally so, sucked on Sunday. They totally sucked on You're right. And I we, agree we, with you. Because we the we, we've gone to Cubs games together. Yes. For yeah. 26 years. Like 26, yeah. 27 years maybe. And how many, how many base hits did you get? None. I didn't None get any happened. either. I never hit the whole broad that was we, the game. We sat in the bleachers or in terrace reserve. Either way, yeah. And we're like, yep. hey, we love it. Go, yep. Go. Yep. And
2: we
0: And. Never got we drank any- beer, and bought tickets. That's what I we never, did. Okay. I like, you know, put in this like the designated runner oh. or the defensive replacement. Never did office, any you know? of that shit. I mean, Up I think we're kind of got off into the politics and the election yeah, thing, but we have. To me, like so- you know, the election in at this point we're at forty-one days from the election. It's yeah. one day less than six weeks from now. So uh, here, going to be what how healthcare looks is going to be majorly impacted by this election because yeah,
2: uh, those no areas might,
0: or might not you
2: be able to student. have
0: abortions I, or prenatal health. There are all these other things if uh, the wrong people get into the office, unfortunately, because like I said, if you know, certain areas, like I said, they'll ban abortions and they'll, you know, try to you know, arrest doctors and nurses that are involved with abortions and that also probably cause some doctors and nurses to quit their job. Because I'm because i because I'm a huge asshole. I'm on Twitter yesterday or the day before, either one. Maybe, who knows. It was not today. And I'm arguing with this fucking asshole. And mind you, I take screenshots of everything I do. Mm-hmm. And I send it I send it to you a lot, I send it to Nick a lot. Sometimes I send it to Jim. What? Was that guy that he was arguing with on Facebook? It was like Gray Hanged. Grey hanged. But Gray Hanged. Mind you, he not only blocked me, but he also blocked Robert LaSalle. But he never blocked Jim Lowry. I don't understand that shit. <laughs> but I sent a message to Jim about what I said to this fucking idiot, and I got again one of the great compliments I can get. He goes, "Great response from Jim." That's probably about. It's the best. pretty good. So, mind you this idiot's talking about john gibbs and his his leanings
1: him here. and his mom sitting on a couch
0: yeah basically so yeah somebody had said something about you know the fact that he is uh against women's suffrage anybody real quick what is what is what is women's suffrage that was their attempt to get the right to vote. Right, they got they got the right to vote. So he's against that. And dumbfuck goes, no, he doesn't. Are you watching Channel 8 interviews? And I said, since women's suffrage has caused this to occur on a large scale than any other cause in history, we conclude that the United States has suffered as a result of women's suffrage, John Gibbs. She goes with the term suffrage. Does he think suffrage and suffering are the same thing? Possibly. Oh. So dumbfuck goes, he wrote that while at Stanford to while the Dems. It still works. You wanna know how, how dumbass spelled works? U- U-R-K? W-I-R-K-S. Not even something that would auto-correct, correct? It's I said not even a word. That's why he tried to scrub his writings from the internet, and it's works. W-O-R-K-X boomer. Can't wait until prop three passes because it's gonna piss off fossils like you. Because again, I fucking hate the boomers. My mother's a boomer. I fucking hate the boomers. Yes, because and I send that to Jim and he goes, That's a great response. I'm happy because somebody I respect goes, Yep, fuck them. That is one where you really do wonder you knows what women's suffrage actually is. They don't. Because they're stupid. The funny so, part is they had to give it like a bit like a, a term, which yes. is like when the blacks were trying to get the right to vote. It was never called. Black suffrage, because that might have actually like made Correct. people think it was something else. Correct. Wendy was going to say something.
3: I don't understand how you alienate half of the population you're trying to get to vote for you. Wait, but but then, okay. the thing is, is he can alienate half the, he can alienate women all he wants, and a lot of them will still vote for him.
0: Here's yes. my question: How many women are there to men in the United States?
3: 51%, I believe.
0: So, it's not half. It's over half. And you're right. Women will sit there and go, oh, totally, I'm going to vote with that because women are too emotional to be in power. What the fuck are you talking about? How many women do you know have started a war? And the funny part is, like, there's... Is that I, I did watch it when it was being... Aired, of course, it's only one season into being aired, but I started watching this when I was looking for things to watch. Oh, ghosts on CBS, which is I know I'm, I'm, of the, the, I'm totally, it is. It, I'm told it, I Jenny need to is, watch like, that. Like, she's from like the eight, early 1800s, and she's like, Women should be able to do this again. She it's like, her mind. but she changes her mind and she realizes. Well, women should have always had this these rights, and it's just get, the men that kept us down. Mm-hmm.
3: No,
0: the be in the twenty first century and still have women who are like, "Oh no, yeah, it's okay that these guys want to keep us down. These men want to keep us down."
2: It's
0: well, like, I man,
3: have to vote how my husband votes. That's bullshit.
0: Well, to me, though, my the, the best part for me was with the most recent Supreme Court justice that put in according to everything she says she shouldn't have never even had the ability to be a judge Mm because she's all about you know women should just be at home barefoot and pregnant and blah 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 blah, blah. so it's okay for her to be successful and be a judge but every other woman in the country has to be subservient to her man um anyway the reason that
3: i'm not teaching now When my oldest moved out of the house, and I maybe could have started to go back, COVID hit. And then now that my youngest is gone, and this has kind of been the reason all along why I didn't go back when they started school or anything like that, was because my teaching certificate, Mm -hmm. in order to renew it, I would have to go back to college, which costs more than it pays to be a teacher. Mm -hmm. I would have to keep up taking graduate classes the entire time and that was what in order to keep the certificate current when and...
0: when my ex and I got divorced she was a certified teacher I think she's is your mid-50s-ish <laughs> at this point. I am
3: 49 old. awesome you're only <laughs> a year older than me
0: so she's actually older than you okay and she was a few years older than me but she was the same thing. She hadn't really taught since basically she got started pregnant with her second kid. And so her teaching certificate expired at a point. So, mm-hmm. like, when we were going through our divorce, she was like, well, I probably need to start working again. And the lawyer is like, well, you know, figure out when your teaching certificate expired. And if it expired while you were married to Mike, you could probably get them done." To- have to pay for part of your Um, and thankfully it expired when he was married to her first time because i was like i'm not gonna pay for you i was never the one who kept you from working i mean yes we agreed for you to do it but if it would have been like hey i'm only two years from
2: my teaching certificate expiring i would have been in a heartbeat like hey go back to teaching I if don't know she if she can get she'll back she'll in. Get in. Can't she? I don't know. We're going to see.
0: It seems like she's pulled up hard enough for to get back out. She should be able to get I'm, in. I'm
3: in the grass. You so would like, think. I'm foot in the grass. You can see from the front now.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. It would be much easier
3: going this way. Yeah. She's in. No problem. But, um, in order for me to go back to the classroom now, and I did briefly do some substitute teaching in 2013, um, which is, by the way, soul-sucking and horrendous because nobody trusts you. The kids don't te- trust you. The, t- the absent teacher doesn't trust you. You end up showing videos and having discipline problems. Um, I'd have to go back to school. I would be either in school or working all the time. And frankly, I wouldn't make enough to pay the taxes that would, the the income taxes that would add to our burden.
2: Well, and you know, when you look at it, were you fulfilled
0: the last few years of teaching
3: I taught from ninety five to two thousand. Yeah. I loved it. I loved every day, I loved every minute. Okay. Yeah. Except for the one year that they um assigned me the lowest level math class in the building for two hours. And then those two hours sucked. So. Yeah. But I was otherwise teaching French, which was elective at the time. Mm. Kids were not required to take a foreign language at that time; they are now. Um, and upper-level math, and the kids wanted to be there.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: That's a difference. If you're in teaching classes where the kids really have goals to do things outside of whatever like a bubble they're at, that's why I said, like you know, when I was considering. You know an advanced degree and everything like i said for teaching would always been like teaching like at the college or university totally. So again those kids want to be i mean maybe not every kid wants to be there but the majority of the kids want to be there mm-hmm. they want to learn something mm-hmm. and so yes they're much more apt to listen and be engaged mm-hmm. than that especially like I said if you're teaching a low-level math class they're there just because they need that credit and they don't care if it's you know an a or a d minus as long as they get credit for that class
3: Mm -hmm. um my last year teaching the year i was pregnant um i had six preps i had taught french one two and three all in one hour so i'd spent 20 minutes with each group Mm -hmm. and then um i had two sections of geometry one section of functions, stats, and trig, and one section of pre-calculus, and I was busy,
2: Mm
3: -hmm. so the intellectual, and two of those classes I had not taught before, the French three and the pre-calculus, so I was learning right with them, I was, you know, preparing new lessons every day, I was grading a hell of a lot of papers, I I was at the top of my game, Mm -hmm. and I needed to quit, because I was having a baby. Mm-hmm. And the abrupt transition from being a full-time intellectually challenged teacher to being a stay-at-home parent is mm-hmm.
0: And I can imagine how bad that was. Can you? <laughs> well, totally I mean, not. a
2: little bit. I don't know if I can imagine it fully, but a little bit.
3: And then, seven months later, we moved to Kentucky. So now, I have postpartum depression, seven-month-old infant, and no one. So, no one.
2: I, uh, yeah. The Kentucky thing?
0: <laughs> He's laughing because he knows where I'm going to go with this. I, uh, the state I can do without.
3: So, that's
0: a guy you can do without.
3: That's why we went Two there. guys I can do without. Time.
0: I can do without Kentucky. I can do, there are so many states I can do without. Iowa, West Virginia, um, Nebraska. So many states well, I can do without. Kentucky, though you'd have no bourbon. I'm okay with that. Well, that's true. Well, I'm not a bourbon drinker. I'm not bourbon drinkers. So not to go off on another tangent, I'm having a conversation the other day with my daughter. And I'm I talking met her before. You have met her before, once or twice. And we're talking about somebody near and dear to the show. Professor? No. And she goes, uh he needs to take better care of himself because uh I still need him around.
2: Like, No. Eddie. Steve.
0: Okay. Steve has been sick lately. Oh. He's, uh, he's got some heart issues. Okay. And uh, the Thanks. three of us love him to death. Maybe it's time for, unfortunately, Steve to go away from the brown wine. I, he might have to give up the brown wine. He has not been drinking much at all lately. And uh, he's lost like 30, 40 pounds. And he has a stress test tomorrow. A good buck on the stress. Because his heart has not been great lately. And uh, I love that guy to death. I know. Another 15, 20 years. Yeah, I need him around. At least until I drive dead. Right. That may or may not happen. I have at least 15 years left. I mean, you so hopefully, you'll live beyond, like, 50. is only five years. Okay, sorry. I think I am until 60. So, hopefully, you'll live beyond 60. Hopefully. And, unfortunately, if you had 60, Steve is... 85. Old. Pretty fucking old. So, what I mean, you need, I mean... I mean, you need Steve to last longer than your mother, basically, for you. Because you, even though, you know, you will be very sad when my mother goes away. Off when your mother goes away. How's your mom
2: doing? Uh,
0: So she has done really well since breaking her hip and really is kind of back to normal. She still has, uh, so she has physical therapy coming once every week or so, and OT coming every couple weeks. She's doing really well.
2: Good.
0: Um, I'm hopeful that when we go on our cruise, she's fine. Dawn's a little worried. Um, Matt's still to check on her. She does have Matt to check on her, luckily. And,
2: know.
0: Uh, I love my mom, but she wants me to run down there all the time, Mm -hmm. and it would be nice, you know, if she'd come see us. That would be really nice. Yeah, but again, give her a little break. I mean, it has only been... Give her a little break. What are you talking about? So, for like the last five years. Okay. But still, from what I hear from you, it still sounds like she comes up a lot more here than you were coming down Mm -hmm. down there. She needed to bury a cat. I think your perception is wrong, but okay. Because every time I would turn around, they're like, But your mom's coming up on Sunday. But it would never be like, you know, Oh, we're going out to visit my mom for you know. Half the time she would come up because she had to go to the vets. Just gonna say. The cats are well, <laughs> you know, eventually <laughs> the last cat is gonna die. She's down to the last one he's not young so that's something
3: i have to go home gentlemen i don't see well in the dark
1: i totally understand nick so i appreciate wendy joining us mike thanks so much for driving up sorry guys i couldn't join you there like subscribe share tell your friends tell your family wendy if something happens tonight give us all a phone call We'll be at your doorstep. It'll be really awkward for them and you because we'll all be there supporting. Hey, hey, um, if if, you, need, call, if you need help I'm driving
0: home, fighting. we can I'm help. I'm fighting my way back up.
2: Thank you. So, so,
0: it's only a, a, a couple of roads away, luckily. So, uh, thanks for joining us. you get to your business. Um, again, good episode.
1: I think good episode. Um, good beers, good beers. Yeah. Shout out to yeah. the, uh, sh- oh god, I had some Bud Lights and then I switched to um Onside Ale, a 2016 Mocha Munt, okay. um, and then I had a 2016 KBS,
0: um, even I had a 2015. Excuse you, me, went 15, into, you went into the uh, the you smash. went into the cellar.
1: I did. I was in my basement. Um, and I had... Which know a few
0: years ago. Oh, I didn't know you could keep beer that long after it was made. You can.
1: I had an Imperium Maya Mocha from Odd um, again. Yeah, Mayan's good. Yeah, so I had a very decent selection tonight. I'm uh, I'm paying for it and the fact of my throat is killing me, but I'm... You look like you're about to
0: yeah, I will say that uh, my black Colder just another day IPL. I enjoyed again. Mike did not like it. I, not, I mean, I was able to get through about half of it, and then it was just kind of like, no, I can't. He was not a fan. Mind you, the uh, O'Fallon's salted caramel pumpkin beer that was good was delicious. The and uh... then I had a Mother Smucker's and a Rourke. Uh, the, the jolly the Pumpkin artisan ales, Vampire Farmhouse Ale was good. Like I said, the pumpkin one that he shared with me was good. I did enjoy the Kona Brewing Big Wave Golden Ale with the Liquid Aloha. And actually, before we had gotten on camera, I had drank a uh. I don't remember which one? It was one of the, it was the Perrin um. Passion fruit goes off. So, again, thank you for joining us. Yes. We are, uh we'll be back next week with another new episode. If you have something you want to hear about, please let us know. I will Any... not be on the porch that night. None of us will be on the porch that night. If anybody's watching this right now, it's very dark on the porch, but we had a good time. Did you, Mike, did you have a good time on the porch? I'm...
2: it's, it's... It's, it's a really nice porch. they
0: don't have a good time on the porch. True story. Um, I do enjoy the new porch. Um, Looking forward to when you have the awning. Awning will be great. That'll be next spring. We'll have a another porch episode, and maybe Nick can come. Maybe Nick can come. And uh, if you guys want to hear about something specific, please hit us up. We would love to hit on issues that you care about. And and, uh, and there's always a possibility that it sounds like it's going to be next Tuesday based on Nick's schedule on Wednesday that maybe I'll come up to studio. Studio is a good time. So again, as Nick said, like, subscribe, share, and we will talk to you guys next week. in to box and bruise, you might hear something you can use like tips on your cash or tips on the suds you're gonna want to use the smarts of these stuff because they know the bruise and they know the box and they know they can't help the stubborn fucks. so listen up because shit's not funny and save yourself some beer, beer money, money bucks and brews bucks and
1: brews
2: bucks and brews and brews